It's time for Push to Play, your weekly trophy podcast and all things PlayStation with CJ and Unknown. Thank you for joining us to episode three of Push to Plat. That's right, we've made it to three episodes already. I'm shocked how quickly the time has flown. Thank you if you're a returning listener or if you're a new listener just uh, joining us on the uh, your first voyage. I hope you uh, you find something to enjoy along the way. I'd like to introduce my co-host, Mr. Unknown. Hello, everyone. How's your week been, sir? Uh, hectic. Again. Minimal game. Is this what? It's working. I think... I think both of us are in the same position this week. So luckily, we've managed to coerce a guest uh, into joining us. It's our fellow trophy hunter from Australia, uh, Mr. Nitro. How are you today, sir? G'day, mate. Yeah, I'm not too bad, not too bad at all. Wow, what a stereotypical Australian welcome. G'day, <laughs> mate. I feel yeah, less Australian. Well, <laughs> oh, well, you know, that's my job here to make you feel like the lesser Australian, is it not? <laughs> I think I make myself feel lesser every day without your help. But thank you. Thank you for adding. That is why he addressed you as Mr. He, he knows. I do. A re- mutual respect everywhere, even even for lesser Australians like myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nitro, would you like to just tell us a little bit about your, your gaming history? Yeah, that's that's fine. I started pretty early. I started back when I was about 10 years old. So we're talking about 2008. I started on PC, actually. And um, I used to play like little flash games and all that kind of stuff. On my first trip to Thailand, <laughs> I got um, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. And from then on, started playing first-person shooters. And then all my friends in about grade 6, so when I was about 12, 13, uh, they all went to PlayStation 3. And so when my dad bought one, I bought Modern Warfare 2. I uh, started earning these trophy things, and that's how I got started, just playing the campaign, started getting trophies, and then just went on from there. Wait, Thailand? What's the Thailand? Yeah, so 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 I got Modern Warfare because like games are so cheap in Asia because they all you know with the PC especially um, they have a lot of pirated games so you can buy pirated games and then obviously play them on your PCs back home and so when I bought Modern Warfare I started playing a lot of first person shooters and then when my friends moved over from PC to PlayStation I moved over with them and then. Obviously, when you start playing games, start earning trophies, I looked a bit more into it and then just got into it fully. So that's my whole gaming history in a nutshell, pretty much. And do you only play uh, PlayStation now or are you multi-console? Or... Um, yeah, mo- mostly it's uh, just PlayStation. Um, but there is like the odd occasion where I will play, you know, like one of the old PC games. But yeah, it, it's mainly just PlayStation 99% of the time. What old PC games do you do you go back to? <laughs> it's just Modern Warfare 2 because there's an active Australian community on Modern Warfare 2 on PC. And so when I search for games on, on PS3 for Modern Warfare 2, there's just 
they're all either hacked or there's no Australian lobbies up. So I thought you were going to have some guilty pleasure of, uh, I don't know, that's a really bad <laughs> PC game. Jumpstart fifth grade or something. Nah, nah, I'm not about that. Not about <laughs> do, that do, at do, all. I don't know if you realized Unknown, but Nitro is a, a fair bit younger than us. So he still has his rec- reflexes. So he can still play uh, modern war- warfare games and Call of Duty games. I'm not that old, CJ. I'm not as old. <laughs> when like... was the last time you, you played a Call of Duty, Unknown? Me? Like, yes, yeah. I played it on the PS2. I played like three of them. Or I played at least two on the PS2, if there were three. So that was quite a while ago when you still had your reflexes. Is I still got my reflexes. I played, I don't know. I mean, I, I heard you're very, uh, you're, you're very skilled at the uh, cutscene skipping in uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. So I didn't skip any cutscene. I did not skip one cutscene in KH3. Not one. I don't even know what the what the skip screen looks okay. like. Well, I'll take you on, on your word uh, on that. So uh, thank you for joining us uh, today, Nitro. Uh, I just had one more question as well. So you sort of explained how you, you got into to the PlayStation and gaming and a little bit into trophies. But when or, or how did sort of trophies become more more important to you, I suppose? Did, was there a time or a point where you suddenly you suddenly noticed that you were, you were going after those Platinums more or was it, did it just happen straight away or...? Um, I think it was around 2011 was when I really started going for them. That's fairly early on, isn't it, in the trophy? Yeah. Cycle. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, people were mainly starting around 2008 because that's when the patch came out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Fantastic. And how many Platinums do you have at the moment? Uh, I have 581. Can you remember that time unknown when you had 581? Yeah. I was going to ask you how uh, you got a lot like really recently though. Like I'm thinking like the last year you probably went up like 300 or something. Yeah. And last year I got about 300, 400. That's fantastic. Yeah. I- I'm sure uh, I'm sure this unknown is leading you to his trophy apocalypse uh, topic, but we're going to try and avoid that <laughs> at least to start with. If we- <laughs> oh, no. I feel like if we went to the trophy apocalypse, I feel like I would be double teamed here. Do you think his 300 plaques were all quality or should we just. <laughs> <laughs> nah. The, over the last year, two years, I've done pretty much all garbage. Oh. I wouldn't call them garbage. I mean, I think you're one of us. I think that's what we should say and uh, and just leave it there. <laughs> we can agree on that, I'm sure. So anyway, let's move along. So we got a, uh, a question today from PVD. So I'll give him a little shout out. And it is, oh, we've got, sorry, the, the text is scrolling at the same time as I'm reading. Uh, it is, what is with all these damn snowflakes? So my understanding is video is from America. And apparently it is not snowing at the moment. That's correct, isn't it, Unknown? In March, I suppose. Well, I looked up the weather. I'm thinking, is he? I don't even know what he's talking about. Is he talking about actual snowflakes, like the the weather snowflakes? Are we talking about snowflakes? As in, like, oh man, you're such a snowflake. No, is, that's is, what my understanding of it was. Well, I'm not going to take the literal. Well, CJ, CJ, taking things literally here. <laughs> that or he doesn't. He's not. Uh, he's not young enough to to get it, right? Well, I, I, I believe a video is of a of a similar vintage. As well, so I'll, I'll take him. We're vintage, oh man, <laughs> like aged fine wine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we 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 mature with age. Yeah. Um. So I thought, you know, that's another random question. I did wonders with our Russian bot question last week. I thought so. I can twist this one a little bit as well. To what game do you think of when you think of snow or snowflakes? Unknown. So this is on the spot. 
is there any particular snow related game or game that had snow in it or snowflakes that that holds a, a fond place for you? I, I don't know. I guess the first thing was the Frozen World and Kingdom Hearts. Hey, I don't know you were going to say that. The uh, the Let It Go song. I think that that's definitely going to be my highlight when I. You're not even the there yet. It's been like two. No, weeks. no, no. You're scene skipping, and you're still not there. I can't believe. It. I'm not scene skip. No, I'm not doing that. Uh, I just haven't haven't had time yet. Uh, Nitro, is there any any game uh, that sticks out to you? Uh yeah. And a matter of fact, there is. Um, the White Album visual novels actually stick out because the first the first visual novel, like the first one, that's like fifty hours. Um, the first plat icon is actually a snowflake. So that's the one that sticks out most to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic. It's a, it's a good, uh, good selection. So I'm going to go with the game that I hate because, well, why not? And the I'm surprised you didn't mention it, Unknown, actually. The DLC for Horizon, The Frozen Wastelands, which, which I haven't played, but I assume there's a lot of snow, but I don't even think that would save that game, to be honest with you. I actually didn't. I didn't actually hate that. Oh, it's, there was snow though. Were you, were you thinking there was snow? Good. Were you thinking I would eat it? No, no, I no. Mean, I thought no. I knew were you played thinking it. I would mention it. Yeah, I thought you might have liked it. Yeah. I still don't know why you hated that. Honestly. Yes. Well. Yeah. No. <laughs> too diff- Too difficult for CJ. Too much. Too, too, it was. It was definitely too difficult. Yeah, and the the absence of um, yeah, there were there were many reasons, but anyway, uh. You know, we'll, we'll leave that there. I know the sheep of the world love that game, so I don't want to... Sure, if I thought about this a few minutes, I'd have a really good winter. Yeah, well, I thought I'd just throw you throw you on the spot with that one. I think it's good. I liked... Uh, there's uh, there's some snow scenes in Final Fantasy XV, which is an exceptional game, so that holds a, a place for me, I think. I don't know. In the... I mean, it, there's... there's uh, there's uh, a lot of uh, snow sections in Final Fantasy XIV as well. I spent probably way too many hours uh, there. The second expansion is basically based totally there with the dragons. So so I think it's quite good. I'm not as fond of the snow or fog or whatever it's supposed to be in the Division 2 that's out at the moment because I can't see anything that's going on most of the time. But that's probably probably my problem. And it may also not be snow. <laughs> I'm surprised your choice was not like the awfully pleasant and therapeutic pray to shrine game Mikugaku that is all oh, in snow. Goodness. Well, you know, I... and you're potentially glitched, <laughs> but it's fine because oh. you're relaxingly praying to shrine. So you put that up on purpose, then you knew that glitched on me, huh? I thought I could just sweep that one away. <laughs> that's uh, that's the game you definitely don't want to have to play twice. Uh, especially if the ending glitches on you, but anyway, no, that that was definitely not one of the games I would have I would have mentioned. So I think we did do a, a service there, Vidi. That was a fantastic question. That really had nothing to do about anything, but we still managed to milk it out a little bit. So thank you for that. Um, why don't we go straight across to what we've been playing this week? And well, perhaps unknown. You could start us off. Well, I uh, didn't play too much. I did play that creepy road that you. Uh... We're talking about last week. I found it actually not too bad. I was running off of cliffs for like 15 minutes at the end of the game. How did you find that? I don't know. I didn't mind it. I thought like, I thought the boss battles weren't that bad. I don't remember exactly what you said last week. You're like, that second boss battle was terrible. I just didn't think it was that interesting. That was all. I I wouldn't expect that game to have like amazingly awesome boss battles. I mean, the art style is good. Uh, do, did you enjoy that? I think I think for what it was, it was a pretty good game. Yeah, yeah. How did you find the flying uh, on the missile? Was it was I right from memory? The there was a trophy there for surviving that level without getting hit. Is that was that correct? 
No, it has to be a thousand hit without dying, oh, but it's oh, there's points. I don't know how you don't get the trophy. Oh, I thought it might have been for not getting hit, but it's just not dying. This is not dying, but there's no checkpoint, so you have if you beat the level. I'm, unless I'm missing something, I'm pretty sure you just get it. Oh, okay, good. Well, full, full disclosure, I actually stopped at that level because I thought you had to do it without getting hit, so I ran it about ten times and thought, this is... The rage quit. <laughs> rage quit. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm not going to do it. I did it like ten times, and then uh, I would have made it many times if I didn't... Um, if I had realized you just, it didn't matter if you got hit, but I, I kept resetting. And after the 10th time, I decided to, to take a break. But now that I know you can, um, you just have to survive the level that that makes it a lot easier. So I will, I will definitely continue on with that. Anything else? What else have you been playing this week? I actually played some word search. I saw you streaming this. Well, I was like, I was streaming Kingdom Hearts and then people are like, well, are you going to get to word search? I'm like, you guys really want me to word search. And I guess they did. So. Oh, you go back to it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, I mean, you know, it's it's been on your list for how long now? How many months? First trophy order date January twenty seventh. So almost, it's nearing two months. I'm over halfway done now, though. So oh well. That's... Are you going to be stacking this game? No. Well, I I take that back. If I if I go like maybe if I go back home or something for a week. Not though I probably just put something else in my Vita, like P Cross or some other PUBG game. Legit. Well, I mean, the PUBG games, the, the, the newer PUBG games, anyway, they're quite short. Yeah, because you don't have to like finish the, the things. I don't know why they do this. <laughs> Usually, it's just fifty puzzles. I think they learned from their mistakes. Honestly, that, that that's a mistake. They're going down the mistake path now. They need to. This is this is what I would want to see on those. I want to see random puzzles that you just can't look at a guide to get. That would be that's the way to do it. Make people actually play the game. Uh, well, I mean, I, I like blasting through them in half an hour. So, see, this is why we, if you get on the trophy apocalypse topic, I have there's no chance because the two. Of it's you just like Mega Man. He tries to draw the conversation either to Trophy Apocalypse or Mega Man at every chance he gets. So you just have to quickly shut the door on it, and that's what we're going to do here and move on because uh, I know the listeners are already uh, as interested in it as I am. So <laughs> already trying to close down their their YouTube's or SoundCloud. Oh no! Here we go again. I'm just moving you on to the to the next game on your list. Sh should we talk the compulsory Kingdom Hearts minute? How is it going this week? I played Kingdom Hearts. If you want to talk about Kingdom Hearts, I mean, we talked about it three weeks mm. in a row. But Kingdom Hearts, finished the story. Yeah. And good. You just don't sound Congratulations. Do, do, you feel do you feel accomplished? I feel accomplished. I stayed up till 4 a.m. to finish that wow. story. That was actually one of the... Uh, it's been a long time since I played a game till 4 a.m. I was helped out by the time change. Oh. So, mm. So it's That's cheating by now. And you enjoyed the story? I enjoyed the story. But I mean I've played like a lot of a lot of the KH games, so it's one of the series that like I wouldn't scene skip as I as I mentioned before. Normally, I will say I am a am a pretty big scene skipper. Because normally I just want to get back to the gameplay because that's more enjoyable to me as opposed to watching movies. And also if I'm streaming too, I mean it's kinda like I just sit there. Well, other people are just, I feel like I need to talk, but I don't want to talk over the scene. And yeah. But yeah, gameplay, I think I said before, above story for me in terms of 
terms of good games. So mm-hmm. fantastic, yeah, that's good. Is there any other games you'd like to to throw out, or is that that your? That's work? all I played this week. Yeah, perfect. I think that mm-hmm. I think that's enough. Uh, Nitro. Uh, I do apologize, listeners, for the sound. We're just having a little bit of issues at times uh, moving through, but hopefully, it, <laughs> it's a challenge, as you know. Yeah, there's uh, some. Some very noisy appliances in the Nitro's background. Yeah, well, it will all work out in the in the mix, as you know, listeners. We're we're recording this podcast between America, uh, Sydney, and sort of Melbourne, so we're all in different places. So it's it's very exciting. You do have to bear with us a little bit. We'll we'll sort that out. Is Sydney like very far away from yeah, Melbourne? Are you guys like pretty close to each other? It's closer than we are to America. Well, obviously. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that far. Uh, just a, a different state. It's well. It's the next state yeah. over. So, yeah, we're not we're not in the same room. That that was sort of the, the point I was yeah. I was making. So uh, anyway, let's move on. Nitro, what have you been playing this week? Um, oh, not a lot of English titles, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> mainly this week, I've been playing a lot of um, visual novels, trying to get my ranking up. Um, because if people don't know me, my grand goal, which is pretty unattainable at this point. Um, just because of all the high levels on the leaderboard, it's to get number one in Australia. So I've been doing a lot of older visual novels that you know people will probably have done by now. So um, a lot of visual novels. Um, I have been playing. I did start that Meow Motors game that you guys talked about uh, a podcast or two ago. Um, it was great, wasn't it? Uh, as much as I played, yeah. Can I, just before we get into that game, because uh, it's a fantastic game, uh, can I just ask what's your ranking at the moment in Australia? Uh, I think I'm, yeah, fourth. I'm fourth in Australia right now. What's your rank, CJ? And, uh, who knows? I mean, it changes daily. In so Australia? Uh, well, it changes on whether I leave my profile there or not. Yeah, exactly. Told, so. <laughs> I either go up or go down or I, I stay at fourth. So um, I, I'm getting to you. I'm getting to you. But Yeah, yeah no, fun. yeah, it's <laughs> It's fantastic. I keep distracting myself with podcasts and things. I don't know what's How many levels uh, <laughs> to get to number one, Nitro? Pardon me? What was that? Sorry? What's the level gap between you and number one in Australia? Um, oh, geez. I'm not that good at math. I think it's about 60, 60 levels. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. Around 60. And of course, we should take this time to shout out to Meet the Poker, uh, the number one in Australia or, or wherever you're currently living in the world. Carry on, please. If you listen to this. <laughs> or if you or one of your friends listen to this, please. Uh, so we'll move, sorry, back to Nitro, back to your game. So Meow Motors, you said, how are you finding this? Um, so far, so easy. Um, it's, <laughs> it's it's really not that, not that hard at all. Um, I expected it to be... At, at least somewhat challenging but as far like i'm only a little bit into the game maybe hour or so so um i'm, I'm about halfway spoiler it gets not any harder, not any harder? okay so so i shouldn't look forward to a challenge then <laughs> how do you feel about cats um well i'm more of a dog person so yeah so if, if they had like a i don't know bark motors or something like that cj are you more of a cat or dog person a dog person I figured. I feel like we're a bit outnumbered here. Two Australians, three dog people. <laughs> I'm outnumbered on everything. But I, I enjoyed Meow Motors. I, th- I think for a car mm. race, it's fun. It's very easy, of course. But, you know, for a couple of hours, it's light entertainment. Well, I think it's fun. I, I think it was my mistake because um, I was I was probably expecting something to the tune of Modern Nation races. Mm-hmm. 
So I think that was where I kind of had my downfall because I was expecting too much from the game. Mm-hmm. Because we don't we, we don't get a lot of kart races um, on PlayStation, I have noticed. Like, there are a lot of kart races out there, but not a lot get released to PlayStations or, or one that... Got Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, we do have that. We do have that. Um, Twice. Doesn't that, does that count as two, or is that is that only one game? Which one's two lists? Oh, Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, that's two lists, but I, I think it would only count as one game since you know it really doesn't differentiate between the between the regions mm-hmm. yeah, other than spending yeah, more money to get them both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I think the I noticed that you've got this Bibi Block Blocksburg Big Broom Race Three. Um, that's a title and a half. <laughs> How are you enjoying that? I'm loving it, loving it, absolutely loving it. Um, so this is this is the second stack I'm doing it, um, doing of it. I've already done the European stack, and I'm currently working through the North American stack. And um, this time it's a lot easier, I found, because last time I think I was I was doing one one race over and over and over again, trying to get a certain weapon trophy, and I tried it for a good three hours or so, just trying to get this one trophy, but I managed to get it naturally this time around, so so it's it's going going swimmingly. <laughs> so I, I had a question about that game. I uh, I was gonna play it and then decided not to because I heard you need four controllers for it. Do you actually need four, or is it just easier with four, or is it like so actually impossible? You need to play a four player race, but the way I did it because I only have three controllers, I did it with the Vita and my three other controllers. That's how I. Well, that's that was the yeah. See, my Vita was my fourth controller, but I can't. I since I moved, I can't get the um, the remote play to work on it, so it, I can't do it that way. So that's why I was thinking if it was possible with only three. But it sounds like you technically use four, or you used four. It was technically three Dual Shocks and a Vita, but yeah. So with that um i did find that with my remote play it was um screwed up after i think it was the 4.0 update uh the remote play really just started not working so what i ended up doing was i have to manually connect it each time and if you go to like register device and in your settings on your ps4 it gives you a a specific code and you can enter that code into your vita and it'll connect straight straight away so that might be something Ah. I did not know that. No Thank worries. you. <laughs> I'm always here to help. Talking games and solving problems. It was worth having him on, I know. <laughs> Australians, they're not all bad. Oh, well, he's a full Australian. Yeah. He's more helpful than, he's more helpful, most helpful Australian that's uh, been in this stream so far, uh, podcast so far. You, you've been dealing with a lesser Australian for a long time, see, so you, you don't know to what to expect when you when you get the full package. But, you know, he's saving us there. So uh, I, just on that four-player question, I've, I've got a bit of a claim to, to fame on that. I seem to be the only player in the world on both stacks that can't get that trophy. I've tried everything, using four controllers, using the AI, getting the game to play itself, any, any possible combination tips from everyone, but I can't seem to do it. So I don't know what is going on with that game for me, but... We might have to get in a party chat one night and, and solve that for you. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, uh, I think these things are, are sent to, it, it's part of the reason my completion is obviously so, so low. We were talking mm. about this before, but the games are, are clearly against me. So this is just another situation. I mean, you know, some games you do have to attempt more than three times. 
Well, I, I, I've actually, the, the most frustrating thing was, I've been told, I don't know, Nitro, maybe you can clarify this because it seems to be a bit contentious, that you can actually finish one, two, three, and five and get the trophy. It seems to be a lot of people finish uh, that way, not one, two, three, four. So I've tried that. I even once finished one, two, three, four with the AI, uh, which is incredibly hard to do because it's very rare that happens. And I didn't get the trophy. So I'm not sure what's happening there, but. It's not. I, th- not I think we're talking about two different trophies, if I'm if I'm not mistaken here, because there is a flyer flyer race with four players, which I was assuming was what we were um, talking about. Isn't there a winner team race as well? There is. There is. There is. Mm. Um, I had trouble with that. I unlocked it the first time round, um, but then again, my team finished first, second, third, and fourth. So, mm. um, yeah, I, I, maybe I was lucky. I, yeah, but I have seen a lot of people um, on the forums, especially. Um, complaining about it. I can't remember mm. which forum I was on, but it's it's definitely out there. And to be honest, it may be fixed. That game I see is still getting patched, uh, even as late as last week, I think. So that, that yeah. may, uh, may have changed. It's a very really? Yeah. I'm surprised that game would get any attention whatsoever if they release it, or like they would care about it. Surprisingly for a game which has 52 owners, <laughs> um, is getting patched uh, just amazes me because I think they have the money to actually get a game patch out like onto the PSN. Yeah. I could be wrong about that as well, but um, from what I understand, that's that's how it goes. Well, I thought these two games. What was the BB the horse game? Uh, yeah, I, I was gonna say is this this has to do with BB I, the the same. Right? I don't know. I thought it did, but I think so because in that horse game, she has she's magical. She's like a witch or something. But there's like reference to this whatsoever in the horse game. But if you watch, there's like magic and spells and stuff. So, so they're just rolling the money they're making from the the horse movie into into this game. So that's, that's why they have an unlimited budget, obviously. Well, I don't understand why that horse game didn't have magic in it. Like, why couldn't you just like you know when you were racing? Why couldn't you just like cast fireballs against the, the opponent or something? Like in that maze at the end, that would be helpful. That. At last maze, you just like shoot down your opponents, and they're just normal people. There's <laughs> obviously already for the <laughs> just the exact same game, exact everything's the same. It's just you get to shoot uh, blue fireballs or whatever. Yeah. That that sounds like the Korean stack to me. I think you've just got to wait another couple of weeks. And, uh, no, the Korean stack would have to get uh, you have to add Stranger Things. We have to be like live action and oh uh, yeah. well, we, we we can talk about that. Added into it too. That game later. Uh, anything else, Nitro? What, what um, yeah, there's actually um, a couple of things which I'll just go through quickly. Um, one word and mix-ups by Paugi. Um, pretty much finish 50 puzzles, you get the platinum. Um, Conan Outcasts, that's the Japanese version of Conan Exiles. Um, I did that recently. And um, can you just explain how that that game works? Because because uh, you can do it very quickly. Can't yeah, you? I did. I did the Japanese stack in an hour and a half. Um, so pretty much how it works is you can pretty much create a co-op game and you can use an admin panel, which pretty much helps you get a lot of the trophies very fast. So you can spawn particular bosses, you can um, give yourself unlimited resources, uh, you can give like teleport anywhere on the map, you can make like yourself the max level, which is needed for I think five or six trophies. Um, so yeah, it's it's very easy if you use the admin panel. It'd take, I'm guessing, 100 to 200 hours if you're doing it legit because you you know, obviously need to traverse the land, find all the different bosses, find all the different items that you need uh, for, 
for uh, specific trophies and such. So yeah, it's very easy though if you use the admin panel. Mm. Yeah, it, it sort of works on the same system as the R. Is it menus Japanese or English? Uh, the menus are actually in English. So uh, that's what I assumed, but yeah, it'd be a pain if it was in Japanese. Yeah, I'm not sure why um, it even got a Japanese stack if. Because um, I know in the European release, there is full frontal nudity in the game. There's nudity in general. Um, and I know that was censored in the US version. But I don't. I can't see any differences between the Japanese and um, US version. Uh, are, you, are you familiar so, with this game, Unknown? Did, did you play the uh, ES? I played uh, it. So did you... I'm not sure if you played a digital or a, or a physical copy, but it was patched, I think, like day one or day two. But if you had the physical copy, the, the full appendages were, were floating in the wind. And it, I th- I don't know what his name was, Conan, I suppose. He was very well endowed, I must say. Uh, I'm not sure that you could change the size of the appendages. But... No, there, there was a meter. There was a meter. Oh, there was, was there? Oh, maybe my copy you could didn't come with that. I'm not sure what happened there. Or maybe I, yeah, I got you could definitely but... change it. Yeah, but it was <laughs> patched out like a day later or something. There was a bit of uproar. So, <laughs> uproar. so um, yeah, if you're going to play that game and you can get your hands on the physical version, it might be worth it. Was was the Japanese version censored? Or was that a... Uh, yeah, yeah the, Jap- the Japanese version doesn't allow nudity uh, um, okay. at all. Um, even at the highest rating, so they they have a zero rating, mm-hmm. and their highest rating is Z or Z, and um, yeah, e- even at that highest rating, they censor out all forms of nudity and you know, all that sort of thing. So, yeah, that must be the so, only only game on the Japanese store that doesn't have inappropriate nudity. Fantastic. As I was say they censor <laughs> they censor everything that comes last. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, it does seem that way. Giant screens of white. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, we must be protected yeah. from ourselves, but uh, that's a that's a topic yeah. for another time. I'm um, sorry to interrupt again. Anything anything else? Yeah, there's just one more game that I've been playing um, pretty much on my commutes to and from uh, university, which is a bit awkward when people look over. But um, I've been playing Senra and Kagura Bon Appetit on Vita, so um, that's a it's an interesting game. Very boring and easy, but um, yeah, it's very odd when old ladies start you know looking over your shoulder looking at what you're doing um especially so when do you sit next to them on the bus or whatever like on purpose just to get reaction. <laughs> i try i try to sit by myself um when, when, when i'm playing this game especially and secondly because i just don't like people sitting next to me when people do sit next to me and they are older ladies um it, it does get a bit awkward i try and like you know, um, when you have a perfect victory against one of your opponents, they get, you know, they get fully nude um, and get placed on some cake or other. And it does like a slow pan up of their body. And before you can just mash X to skip it. Um, but I usually turn my Vita, you know, away while that's going on. And I'm just mashing X. So, you know, I know it's skipped. <laughs> so, yeah. So do you play with headphones or do you let uh, everyone else enjoy the wonderful music? Oh no, I play with headphones. I'm, I'm not a dick. <laughs> I mean, I mean that could be like they might enjoy it though. What if you might get more people sitting next to you? Did you enjoy it when you played it? <laughs> I thought it was too long. I thought it just the play a hundred songs or whatever it was like. Mm. I mean. You didn't- play the whole song you only had to play the last third of it because that's all that mattered but i wonder what 
the age is on a, on public transport when you play a, a Senra and Kaguru game. I wonder what the age is where, you know, you're young enough that the the older people or the, you know, the mainstream people look at you and just think, oh, well, you're young, that's what you do. But I wonder what age when you get to the point where they look at you and think, wow, there's another dirty old man playing your Senran on the, uh, on the bus. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I have a feeling I would fall into that category. Another, perhaps. another one? You mean this is, there's multiple people. It's not, a, it's not an uncommon thing. Oh, I love to think we live in a world. When you said uh, age is on the bus, I thought you meant like you can't get on this bus. You're under under thirteen years old. There's people oh, that play yeah. things that you're not supposed to be watching on this bus. You're not allowed on. That's right. Yeah, it might, it might even be a console bus. This is the switch only bus, you know, and everyone everyone whips it out. But uh, the the uh, switch. Well, the switch bus is probably more. I'm thinking more age appropriate mm. than the Vita. Mm. Vita bus. You got that card. That uh, what was that game? Where you collected those cards, you had to like rub them to level them up. Can't remember. I have a feeling the Vita bus, you'd sort of be waiting a long time, and then it probably just doesn't turn up anymore. I think that's uh, <laughs> I think that's the that's the future of the Vita bus. That sounds like Victoria, like public, um, public <laughs> transport just in general. <laughs> yeah. You're waiting half an hour for a bus, and it just never turns up. <laughs> it's it's being cancelled. Yeah. Sony have pulled the uh, the Vita bus from circulation. It's or the driver is just busy playing a Vita, or they crash because they're you know playing a Vita while they drive. Because that's uh, no, acceptable in some no, areas no, no, no. of the world. <laughs> not in America. This is this is it doesn't operate like that here, even for lesser Australians like myself. Uh, good. So that that's quite a lot of games. So I'm glad someone's been playing this week. <laughs> well, yeah, I haven't. As I said, I haven't been playing like. Mm anything major like kingdom hearts or any anything long um that's all right yeah i've been i've been hammering away yeah slowly but surely yeah that's good earning the trophies rising up that's excellent well i'm much the same as unknown i haven't played a huge amount this week uh i did did uh jump on the early access for tom clancy's the division two i'm not sure why because i didn't end up having many hours uh during the week and i also forgot that there's a bit of like a I don't know, there's a lot going on in the Division games. Like, you just got to get your head around all the, the menus and, you know, even, even trying to figure out how to how to set up the co-op again and stuff like that. So you know, there's a couple of hours there, but it, it is fantastic. It's out for general release today, I believe. Uh, one of the weird things about playing a, a game like this uh, pre pre sort of general release or whatever, or, you know, advanced pay, pay for it access or whatever, is that you're playing a, with a very small number of other people. So all the common areas are almost deserted or maybe there's one other person. So it does feel very, I don't know, very isolated and stuff. So I am looking forward to jumping back in this weekend when there are there are more people uh, to play. It follows- I mean, you've played your fair share of dead online games. You, you should know. To be honest, I prefer it actually. One of the things I like about The Division, uh, uh, you know, as a... Um, an online shooter compared to many of the other online shooters is that you can really just play this game by yourself. Uh, you don't have to to play with other people. And then if, if you want to jump in for a mission with other people, you don't have to talk to them. It's all very seamless. Like you just drop into the group, you do it, and then you drop out and you just wait at the start of the mission to pick up a group. And so, so it can be played as a, a single player game, like obviously designed to play, uh, especially the end game with four, four people, but it is possible to play this by yourself. Uh, some, I imagine to, to play it on harder difficulties would be very challenging uh, by yourself, but it, it is possible. So yeah, uh, it is it is a good game for me, or a good game if you you know don't 
don't really like to play online games with other people, but still like to play online games for some reason. I'm not sure. So that 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 was quite good. And then I played a uh, uh, spur of the moment. I decided to play some Dead or Alive Six, which is a pretty random decision because I'm not very good at fighting games. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and it's good. It's a really good game. It's a, it's a very easy platinum uh, as well. If you're interested, I think the only challenging trophy would be doing our all the combos for one character uh, some of them do get pretty involved down the end but the rest is easy the online is is not too bad you, you could boost that or there seems to be this weird thing going on at the moment uh i was i was planning on boosting the five ranked wins in a row so that that's basically impossible if you're as, as skilled as i am to get legit and uh so i, I went in with that attitude but it was very hard to find a, a second account so um i kept finding just randoms and most of them to be honest just laid there and, and died i think you know they'd either given up or perhaps they were farming the 100 100 games trophy uh, or unlocks as well so you know if you're if you're sitting on the fence about that game it might be a good time to pick it up because i think i played 20 matches last night and 18 of those matches the people they just didn't care they didn't even fight back so it, it is very easy yeah that's, moment. i mean that's one where you can basically just butt mash your way through yeah i mean it, it's very involved other than like other than the character combo but it's not that bad in that game it's not like street fighters last uh combos no, or anything like no, of that i was gonna say it's not it like if it's anything like Persona Four um, Arena, I'm not interested because that game is hard as nails, and I suck. Like, like I'm like the lowest tier of fighter player you could ever find. I just hate my fighters so much. Mm. The only ones I've got are ones where you can button mash pretty much square and you know circle or whatever, and and the, those are, they're the only ones I have. Like PlayStation All Stars, Tekken Revolution, and. Um, reality fighters i think they're the only three i have and you know you pretty much just mash square and that's how you win in that game so mm. reality fighters oh you man that i remember one? that one. <laughs> that online was terrible <laughs> broken mess but anyway sorry cj continue yeah. that's such a bad trophy you need to what like hour. 10 people in like in an hour. a day yeah oh it's an hour yeah it was bad well, I mean, this is definitely no no sort of Mortal Kombat or, or difficulty on, or, you know, even Dead or Alive 5. I mean, these games were very tough. So this is much easier. I'd put this on like a like a level with maybe Tekken 7. I think it's like a, it's a, it's if you want to go deep, there is a ton of stuff. Like you have to do, a, one of the trophies requires you to do all the move sets for a character. So I think the, the shortest move set is 70 for one of the characters and it goes up to like 200 for for others. So if you really want to invest in the game, there are a lot of options for, for moves and linking stuff, but it isn't required, you know, to, to, to just platinum the game. I mean, imagine if you ran into people that knew how to do that online, it would be, it would be a blood match. You wouldn't, wouldn't stand much hope, but then, you know, that's, that's the risk you take with any, any fighting game, I think. So I, I would recommend it. I mean, it is full price at the moment. Uh, it, it's strangely enough, it has a story mode, but there is no trophies linked to the story mode. So I haven't, I'm going to, I'm going to try it, but uh, it, it's weird that they would go to that trouble and then just, you know, basically you don't need to play it. So I assume the story mode is very short, but, but we'll, we'll see on that one. So no, and then I, I did pick up your, your, your mouse, uh, Skyrim game, uh, but I haven't tried it yet. So I'm, I'm interested in that. I don't know if you remember unknown, your ghost of a tale. Uh, from the other week. Oh yeah, I was thinking, what are you talking about? I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. The animation yeah, looks fantastic in that. So we'll, you know, I might report back on that. And then I, I couldn't help myself. I had to pick up this Rico. Uh, we talked about this last week with the the procedurally generated action movie FPS. If you remember, 
uh, and we were both sort of stunned at how that would actually that would actually work. So I can report I can report back that it's it's a it's a cheap ripoff of uh, Rainbow Six um, Siege <laughs> in a in a sort of a way like it, it's you know they've changed it enough that you it isn't the same thing but it, it works on the same the principle so you, you're just running through a building with multiple rooms. Uh, and so I suppose there's the procedural generation, the enemies move around. You can, I mean, it would be fun online with people. I think that, uh, you know, it's fine. It has a bit of a story as well. It has some cool voice acting uh, from the, the lady at the start. But yeah, it's um, it's probably one that you could, you could you know, never play and, and your life would still be totally fine, I think. How much? Uh, I think it was like $29, $30 Australian, I all right, no, it wasn't a no, full price no. thing, and, all right? Because it's about $60, and that's an absolute joke of price. Yes. <laughs> well, they did that with Onrush. Then they gave it to us for free, but Onrush, not a no, $60. This is a game that will be like $50, $15, like 50% off, probably in a couple of months, I would imagine. And I mean, if, yeah, I'll wait till. Yeah, if, if this is your type of game, I think it's long. Like, I think you get plenty of hours out of it, uh, you know, especially if you're playing with someone else. But it's... um. It, yeah, but if that's your type of game, aren't you just like someone who just plays Rainbow yeah, Six Siege? Yeah, I, I don't. I think this was this is probably a lower skilled version. So, so that could be the attraction. Like, if you're not if you're not sort of because you know Six has been running for quite a while now, it's getting pretty you know, skilled, and all the better people are playing yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's a bit of a lighter t- style of thing. But you know, it, it's fine or whatever. It, it, I think the the description we read last week was a little misleading, um, or whatever else. But uh, you know, at least at least now we know. That was very misleading. Yes. I was expecting like a late night uh, or late shift or whatever. Yeah, well, cross I was hoping with, for that. Uh, Al Alcahine's gun hmm. crossed with. I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, it, it you know it, it delivers to a different different path. That's what I was picturing. Yeah, and then I mean the only other thing you know for for someone that didn't play much this week, I seem to have spent five minutes on a lot of things, I suppose. But uh, I also did this. I and I and me. What a name, I and me. That's a Waku game, or however they pronounce their. Yes. Their yeah, yeah. That's uh, that. I'm just looking it up, but yeah, that's that's correct. I just call them rat games. I don't yeah, know and I mean this game will sort of lead us into the topic, perhaps as well. But it, it um, so it's a stackable game, like all their games in in lots of regions or whatever. But I think I think you should play it unknown. I think it's one of the better ones. It, you you have to finish the game, so it's not a. It's not a tendency. Yeah, but this is also the game. Question for you. How many times did you press the triangle button? <laughs> I don't know. Well, you can, is there any way of tracking that? Or <laughs> Well, was, how many levels are there? <laughs> well, I may have pressed it more than once in some levels, you know. So. <laughs> uh, no, look, yeah, you don't. I'm, I'm, I'm going to see if your average is higher. Was your average higher? <laughs> luck, luckily for me, it doesn't track that. But you don't really need it that much to be honest like once you get your head around how the mechanics work in the game it's fairly obvious it does do this this thing where it sort of flips the mechanics halfway through so uh, the the premise of the game is your two cat-like things and you move one and they, they both move in the same direction so about halfway through there's these magic wands you jump into and now it makes the characters move in opposite directions so you know one goes to the left the other goes to the right so it sort of flips the game for the second half of it a little bit but once you you know you sort of get your, your brain around it and they, they do give you a lot of like levels uh, each time they bring a new mechanic in that are very easy to, to get your, your head around it there's a couple of levels that are very frustrating um, because just trying to line them up exactly with the, the things, but you know, it's not a not a hard.
card game. Can guarantee. Uh, I thought it was going to be. Well, yeah, because you can look at the answers. <laughs> yeah, going to be hard. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, uh, as we said, and I, I did watch a guide, a video guide, briefly, just to see how it worked. And one of the video guides I watched had videoed the the PS4 oh. playing from the things. <laughs> <laughs> so that was. Yeah, we, we were we actually had uh, predictions about this last week. That's didn't right. We? Yes, we did. Yeah, the video right. guide just yeah. just being straight that. But it, well. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> it was it was good. But you know, look, I'm I'm not against having the video guide in the game. It saves you time uh, looking it up, I suppose. So I am I'm very against it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. just not a good idea. <laughs> well, I've never played a game like that has had it before, so. You know, you don't need to worry. It's just so way much. too easy to... I mean, I guess you could just bring up a YouTube guide, but still. Yeah, yeah, I don't... I, I, don't, I don't like the concept. Not no. a fan. I do, I do recall playing a game. I can't remember the title for the life of me, but it was a puzzle-like game uh, where it did have inbuilt video. Oh, actually, I know what it was. It was um, that One Tap Hero. That had... That had video guides in the game itself as well. You had to collect a certain amount of coins before you could uh, you could access them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it did have you know the levels like how to get all the stars and everything like that. It did have that in the yeah. But didn't you have to, you had to buy hints or something, didn't you? Well, yeah, you had to buy the video. I think it was like fifty coins though. But you can get fifty coins in like three levels. It's not that not that hard. Yeah, but at least you. I mean, it's not as bad as this. You can map, you can hit triangle every second if you want to yeah i guess not but you know it's the same sort of premise i guess Mm. like 50 coins is not challenging to get in that game because you literally run two meters and you've got five coins so you know yes well yeah that's exactly right so if you're having trouble with say level 10 you can just you know find a good farm spot and like level nine eight whatever and um you know run it a few times and then you can look at the hint and look, look how to get it yeah or but at least at least they had a good i think they had a better intention let's give a hint system where you have to pay for the hints like they did a better job of how much the hints cost maybe but it's not like oh let's just it's just like you want to just look at the answer that's like playing that's like having playing a word search or a pouji game and you just click triangle and it just brings up the answer right next to you I think I think it, I think I sort of maybe fall slightly on your side. I know I think they have crossed a line slightly with this game in that there's there's no cool off period on the hint, so you you can literally just use it every time, use it repetitively. So it's definitely like you know I know in a lot of the point and click games, like if you use the hint, you do have to wait for it to you know recharge or whatever else. So I suppose you have an incentive to at least have a go. Well, their hints aren't those are those are even just more hints. Yeah. they're not like the full answer. Yeah. They're not doing it for you like having your character walk to the screen clicking on the object you need to walk on and then you return to your character it's not like that it's more of like a yeah an actual hint yeah not an answer don't get me wrong i do agree with you guys that it has crossed the line of pure just insanity that they are doing that but i still don't i still can't hold it against them because they are, they are doing something. Maybe they didn't think of putting something like a, a coin system in. But then again, mm. you know, that's up to the developer to to make those changes, not specifically Rat, um, because they're they're just publishing it for the systems. They're not the actual developers. Themselves. I wasn't saying it was Rat's fault. I was just saying. That- yeah, no, I, I know that. I know that. 
I'm just I'm just saying like I, I think like I can't fault them for mm. for maybe not thinking about that. Maybe it was just the start I think oversight. what they really need to do is but, I think if you yeah. can actually say their name correctly, you should get a plaque. I think that should be their next game because that it's a, quite challenging. And to be honest with you, it probably would take you longer to pronounce their name correctly than it does to finish. To finish Daggerhood anyway. for Jack and Joel, yeah. 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 So, you know, if you're listening, rat, rat attack, hella, whatever you <laughs> rat whatever attack. pronunciation is, I'll just throw it out there. You know, it's in there somewhere. Then, you know, and you, you decide to make that game. I, I think it's, it's it, it holds promise. I think it's- I think it's rather like a game. Oh, there's a plat for you, sir. Yeah, St- stack that six times. <laughs> <you know. laughs> but, but yeah, no, I don't. But you know, the funny thing is, we're ragging on this game a bit, but I think it's probably one of their better ports so far as a game. Like that aside, the gameplay, like it's obviously slower pace, so I enjoy it. But the gameplay is quite. It's nice, you know. And if you, you know, don't use that system, you could play it over, you know, a couple of days and just do a level here and there or whatever, chip away at it and go away, think about it or, or whatever. So yeah, I think. It's okay. Yeah, I do. I do find a lot of their games are like like I I, I use um I gave some games to my friend. I said try these games out. They're easy platinums, and he pretty much said like they're they're mini games mm. which each give you a platinum. And I thought that was an interesting way of looking at it. That like all their games are mini games that all give you an individual platinum. I thought that was yeah an interesting yeah. and one. I mean we've talked about before that using these games just to break up you know the other games you're playing as well so you know not not everything has to be triple A you know hundred hours or something there's there's room I think in the thing I just yeah, yeah. I, I you know it's just it's just whether they're making a game or whether they're they're making a game just for trophy hunters and and maybe this is a game that's both which is fine you know that's clever. So it, it is it is what it is, but I'm sure you'll both play it at some point, and um, I think you'll find some enjoyment in it. You know, I hope so. If you're done there, CJ, I just remembered another game that I have played this week, and that I'd really like the opportunity to talk about. Um, is Apex Legends is a game I've been playing recently, and I've been loving that game, absolutely loving it. So have, have yeah, you- I heard a lot. I mean. A lot of people were playing that, like especially like day one. It was like everyone was just playing Apex Legends, Fortnite for like I don't know if it still is, but yeah, it's I think it's like number one game still streamed on Twitch, so it's doing really well for them, um, in compared to Anthem at least, um, which are both published by EA. But um, yeah, I'm I'm really loving this game actually. It's it's not easy, but it's it's so much fun that I don't care. It's not easy. So, and I don't care. It's like not a, not a plat list either because for some reason it has, like, it's like 65 hours, but it only has a hundred percent list, which I think is a bit stupid, but like, you know, I just love the game so much, which I'm going to continue playing it uh, until I get the hundred percent. So yeah, that, that's something I want to talk about, but anyway. Yeah, no, I'm glad you brought that up. Cause uh, I mean, neither unknown or myself, tend to play games like that so it's interesting to have someone on that that has some perspective in that game so we i was going to ask you because i've heard a lot about that game it's fairly seamless is it because uh, you play in a party of three is that right or yeah sorry there's 20 um there's 20 teams of three and it's it's kind of like if overwatch uh cross titanfall made a battle royale that's what it is because there are legends that you choose and they all have their different ultimate abilities, you know, sub abilities and stuff like that. Like uh, one character, Lifeline, has a robot that she can deploy every now and then, which heals your whole team as long as you stand in its radius, and you know, different things like that. 
So it there's a lot of difference between the characters. So, you know, you might only master one or two of the characters, but you got to play and win as all eight of them. So uh, I do find it's, it's a, a lot, lot of variety and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of room for experimentation, uh, especially with like different teams and teaming up with different characters, because uh, obviously if you have, you know, different characters uh, cooperating, uh, you're going to have a different experience each time. What do you reckon, Arno? Do you reckon? Uh, do you reckon this uh, game would track suicides? Do you reckon I should log in and and, and claim my one suicide debt? I I might. No. <laughs> in my in my well, I've got my Fortnite suicide. It would you'd feel a shame not to have it in this as well. Yeah, all, uh, all the all the free games are like that. I was actually having a conversation about the about Apex. Why there's no like one v one or two v two? I'm thinking they're going to add it though. I'm thinking that's their plan down the line. Once uh, dying down a bit, they're going to be like, yeah, I th- oh, man, 1v1 and hype it up. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, man, we got to play Apex Legends again, even though it has like half. Yeah, I think, I think 2v2 is more, 2v2 and 4v4 are more um, what's going to be added. I don't think Apex is the type of game which would support 1v1 um, just because of how the class system is. Like if any of you guys played Overwatch before, um, there's a big push on team emphasis and playing your role uh, as your legend or as your hero i think they call them so i don't think apex will add 1v1 but 2v2 and 4v4 i can definitely see well i don't think i mean it's just a different game at that point i mean if it's just 1v1 i mean it's just going to be like you just choose the characters that are better 1v1 centric or whatever and i think it wouldn't be that hard for them to add it i mean oh no Hard, a but new mode where all you do is change the number of players on a team. Yeah, I don't know. It it just seems like a lot of their, um, like with with Apex, once one of your friends or teammates dies, you can pick up their tag and respawn them. And I feel like with these type of things in place, some of the stuff on the map would become like useless almost. And so I, I don't know. I feel like 1v1 isn't suited to Apex. Like they could definitely do it. Don't get me wrong. They could definitely do it. But I feel like it's Apex is more of a, you know, team-based game, whether the teams are two, three, or four. Yeah, but you also, you also think they're going to make new modes with different sized teams. I, I think down the line, yeah. Yeah. It's completely free to play, isn't it? There's no monetization behind it as well. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so so there is microtransactions which you can buy um, because there are two characters which are locked behind. Like you have to either grind or you have to pay real money to get. Um, but but if you're going for all the trophies, by the time you hit level 50, you'll have those characters unlock ages ago. Like it doesn't take that much grinding to get them. Oh, well, sounds good. Uh, it's definitely not a game for me. Uh, Nona, are you likely to drop in and risk your 100% on that? Probably not. I don't play first-person shooters typically, so yeah, no, no, I'm I'm much the same. But it's it's very interesting to hear from someone that does play them because you know most people do. So because you know we we play the unpopular stuff normally. Yeah, yeah. Normally yeah, people yeah. will be playing stuff like this. Yeah, well, I think one of the things with those games too is that they they are like a high skill skill ceiling. So you know it's very evident if you don't really know what you're doing it it's a very steep learning curve i mean i don't know if this one is but i imagine so that's um, debatable just, uh, yeah, yeah yeah well maybe because it's new that people haven't become masters at it well i mean I, i've seen videos of people winning without firing a single shot mm, okay. <laughs> so yeah. 
I, I, maybe that's just a massive team carry. I don't know, but yeah, that's that's something I have seen. So could be a good way for me to survive a match not firing <laughs> a single shot. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> yes, I'll probably get taken out by friendly fire. It wouldn't matter. Because uh, it's you not just standing around. You just go and I'm like, why aren't you doing anything? You're not helping us out at all. I, I sneakingly suspect that Sony may have put a little like warning on my profile for these sort of games because I was in playing the Division Two the other night and we took this side mission and I got to the last. It was very long. Well, it took me a long time. It's probably a five minute mission that, that was approaching thirty for me, and I got to the final section and I couldn't beat it by myself. And you have the option to call people, and I call people a lot of times. And there's even a trophy for accepting a call and coming and helping, but but nobody was coming to help me. I was left there alone. So I have a feeling there may be a warning on my profile not to, um, you know, the, the code or something not to join <laughs> because it's, a, it's, it's it's not going to be a positive experience for anyone. But then again, but, uh, th- then again, you were playing before release date, weren't you? Like That's true. So, yeah, and that is, us, that with is us true. being in Australia, there's probably not a lot of people who were playing during the time period that's you true. might have been. So yeah. that's also yeah. you know, maybe a more realistic uh, yeah, you're, you're being you're being very nice. I, I, I'm going to stick with my, my Sony theory there. Uh, perfect. So shall shall we move along to the game releases for right. next week through the 19th to the 22nd? Can you see the list unknown? Uh, let me bring it up. Yes. Uh, look at it. Aside. So I, I'm pretty sure like, there's actually like big name stuff on this. There is big name. Yes, yeah. 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 Like well, one. I mean, yeah. Would you would you like to go first or second? Do you want to do the first one or the second? I'll go first because I want Fate Extelia. Let's go. Servants across the Fate series have come together to battle in a new sinister threat, the Seraph. Fully loaded with new elements, Fate Extelia Link includes never-before-seen servants, fresh scenarios, polished graphics, and redefined gameplay. New heroes, new stages, new rivals emerge again on the lunar battlefield. This was like a like a Dynasty Warriors sort of thing. Maybe this one version's not i didn't i didn't look it up i apologize but i know there was like that fate uh there was one fate game it was like a dynasty warrior style i like dynasty warriors it was one of my favorite series on ps2 mm-hmm. um couple on i've only had experience with dynasty next dynasty warriors next on the vita so i don't have much to i mean to it, it does get very repetitive <laughs> i will say that <laughs> bells are yeah but then so do a lot of that games you play. But usually not as long as Dynasty Warriors. But they're 100 hours, max out all the characters, affection level. But actually, um, Fate Stay Night, too, was one of my favorite uh, animes that I watched. So if you're into Fate, that's a, it's not a full-price game. It's sort of like a three-quarter price game here in Australia. So uh, that's digitally. I imagine at physical release it will be full price here uh, just because it's a... It's not a standard release, but if you're anticipating that, I'm sure it will be great. Uh, so then we have American Ninja Warrior Challenge. It's a nice long title. Are you the next American Ninja Warrior? Probably not. Uh, begin your quest to achieve total victory with the action-packed obstacle course competition game, American Ninja Warrior Challenge. Do you have the strength and endurance to jump, swing, and sprint your way to hitting the buzzer at the end? Race against the clock with your friends and family while testing your skills in couch, multiplayer, or take on the challenging career mode. Mm. Those who successfully complete the city courses move on to the finals with faith, will face a stunning four-stage course modelled after the famous Mount Midoriyama in Japan. Wow. Enjoy all the thrills and spills 
to become the next American Ninja Warrior. Sounds like a sounds like a VR a move game that's like not VR. Like they just go old school with it. They make you use the move controller, not VR. I'm actually somewhat looking forward to this game. So, so uh, for those who don't know, uh, Ninja Warrior is a TV show, and it, it started in the states. And there is an Australian version now, and they usually have a se- a series or season each year, and they go through different obstacle courses, which you know push you know the person to you know, endurance and everything like that. And they have specific oh, wow. rules, like, you know, they might have um, they might have to swing from different ropes and if they touch the water, they're disqualified. And, you know, the person who finishes the courses, you know, goes on to the next stage, oh, next stage, next stage. And then eventually it goes to who can finish, you know, X course the fastest. And yeah, at the end, there's like a cool. warped wall that people have to wall run up mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's, I- I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think it originated in Japan, and I think it's like it looks like stuff I would like to do, but they just make it seem so cheesy on TV. <laughs> like I used to, I used to run like free run and do parkour and stuff. So it's like it's really fun for me. I don't know, just to make it sound so like like the announcers and everything, and I don't know. Well, I'm glad the person that knew nothing about that game or the TV show was the person to read the description. Hey, I get to read the best stuff <laughs> in this list, though. Well, but I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you both know about it. So, that, so it sounds like a, you know, it sounds interesting. Uh, potentially, maybe, uh, maybe I should check that out. Shall we go on to the next one? Oh, no, I don't read the best stuff in the list. Oh, well, never mind. I got, you got. Oh, well. All right. SNK 20th anniversary. 2018 marks the 20th or 40th anniversary. Not 20. I know my um, 40th anniversary of legendary studio SNK. Celebrate this extraordinary milestone of a variety of classic arcade games from SNA, SNK's golden age are coming back together in one anthology on the PS4. SNK 40th anniversary collection is packed full of retro games and a treasure trove of features. I don't know what the games are on on this. I'm going to look it up right oh, now. Oh, okay, you can if you like. So it's also coming out on a Switch uh, release, coming out on everything. I think this week. So. Why does this description say PS4 then? It makes it sound like it's in some exclusive. Uh, I don't think so. No, definitely not. A, no. But more interesting to me is that it says 2018 marks the 40th anniversary. So, so is this is that a misprint? Should it be 2019, or has the game been delayed a year for some reason? Or and now it's coming out. I don't. That's <laughs> more interesting. Good to point. Me. I'm not sure, but anyway. Hey, games get delayed, a.k.a. Kingdom Hearts 3. They do, yeah. So you, you can look that up because that doesn't interest me at all. Oh, these things look... Yeah, these things are like the those arcade archive games. Yes, yeah. This is basically those. Yeah. Sort yeah. Of all in one deal. place, yeah. Uh, so the next one, Nino Kuni 2, Revenant Kingdom, The Tale of a Timeless Tomb. So the final expansion, well, the second expansion, which will probably be the final expansion, I think, for Nino Kuni 2. And who would have thought this was ever actually going to come out? Or even existed. So we're, we're way over, a, you know, what are we, like 18 months after the game now released or something? But it's good that they're still bugging away. This actually looks more interesting this time. It looks like there will be actually some story involved on, like, the, the first uh, first DLC. So it says here, the tale of a timeless tomb will introduce new story elements, new locations, new characters, and new fighting methods. That's a lot of new stuff. Uh, with much of it themed around a mysterious entity known as the Conductor. The Conductor, a giant tuxedo-wearing rabbit. Yeah, okay. And it habits a dream world where people's memories mix and mingle. The protagonist, Evan, slips into while falling asleep 
at the Gold Poor Inn. So is uh, is that rabbit late for an important date? <laughs> I, hope, <laughs> I hope so. So apparently the rabbit is from the first Nino Cooney. I didn't didn't play this, but apparently he's a central character. So you know, there's a lot of conjecture about what he's doing in this game because they're in different you know worlds or different times or whatever. So. I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. I think, you know, I, I have a sneaking suspicion it will probably be a lot like the first one. It'll have a few story missions and then perhaps an endless run and dungeon like the last one. But, you know, whatever. I, you know, the, the good thing about the first one was that the, the DLC really streamlined into the game. Just the bad thing was that it came a year after the game. So so it didn't didn't really help you, you know, with your hunt to finish the game or the, the, the trophies. But, you know... I mean, if you're still hanging on to that game, if you haven't abandoned it, then I'm I'm sure that will be be worth checking out. CJ, you you platinum that game, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I thought it was a great game. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Which is odd because it's like what 50, 75 hours, something like that. I was gonna say what? CJ finished it and planned <laughs> it's, it. It's it's a good. I mean, I do like those sort of games, and it 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 sort of it's a sort of I don't know a little bit of a cheesy art style, a little bit over the top. Um, sure. Sure. Yep. that are like but it, you know it's it's the fetch quest system done well you know you've got each little thing has a little story behind it and one of the things i like the most about the game uh and it's a selling point if you like that is that it has a city building building element so you sort of you know you have your town there and you you can buy the shops and you you're raising money to do the research and sort of that's a side part to the main game uh which you know you need to do as you go but i, I sort of enjoyed that it's a, it's a funny game because i don't think the timing's 100 correct it's one of those games you, you're better to leave your console running so that your city can keep making stuff even when you're not playing and make money hmm. uh so so that sort of thing but that does does cap out but i mean there's some there's some irritating things they had these little skirmish battle things in the game they had quite a lot of them uh so you know if you weren't going to worry for the platinum you probably wouldn't do them uh, but there were way too many of those but the the base game yeah, it's it's a good game. I would recommend it, and you definitely don't need to play the first one. It has it, it doesn't relate uh, in any any way. So yeah, if you're interested, you know, check it out. And did you finish the DLC when the first one came out? Because you said there was one previous, didn't you? Yeah, it, I did. So I did. I haven't sort of. Well, you don't really finish it. It's sort of a. You, there's a few little quest trophies or whatever, and then um, the, the main trophy is for finishing the 100-level dungeon. So it's a, a game that runs on every 20 levels. You, you have the option of, of leaving. Well, you can leave the dungeon every level, um, or at every 20 sort of levels, there's a, a major boss fight. So if you go into that 20th level and die, you lose all your progress on that run. Uh, you, so, so you either leave the, the dungeon at, you know, at the, before the boss fight or you take a risk and do it. So it's sort of all balanced around whether you're leveled up enough at that point to continue or whether you want to you know, take a risk and whatever. So you can potentially lose. I mean, you can run it quickly, but you, you could potentially lose an hour or more if, if you die. So it just, it just depends. So it was fine, but it's very repetitive. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I think this one will have more story story based. I think if you were doing it at the time um, when you were working on the plat as well, it would be very helpful because the weapon drops are much better. The experience is much better. Uh, from running that thing. So I think yeah. if you started the game now, um, I think it would work hand in hand quite well. But like all these Plus you're probably working on some of those trophies of the main game while you're doing this too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you definitely wouldn't have to grind uh, in the game. Sort of, you know, it would happen more naturally or much quicker if you had this, or at least the first uh, expansion. So, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's a funny thing because, you know, they sold the, the pass at full price at, at the time of launch with, with almost no 
clarification of what was coming and then it's taken so long for anything to come so yeah you know it's not not a great look i think all around but but it is what it is yeah would you like to do the next all one? right uh battlestar galactica deadlock wait, is nitro oh yeah oh all right i'll read it no, no I'm, I'm not i yeah i'm not the best reader so i'll leave all that right. up to you guys battlestar galactica deadlock ratchet and clank deadlock would be better i'm, I'm pretty sure <laughs> sin and sacrifice Brand new story campaign in 11 story missions. A whopping 11 story missions. Uh, set after the original Battlescar to Galactica Deadlock campaigns and Battlescar Galactica Deadlock and Anabasis. Mm. There are new pages of lore in the Battlescar Galactica universe. Like this, at this point, it should be like the Battlescar Galactica Deadlock universe if we're going this with these Deadlock things. Uh, and tell the story of one of the most critical junctures of the first Cyclone War. Does anyone have any interest in that? I don't know, what, I don't know anything about Balasar Galactica. So. I'm more of a Star Wars guy. <laughs> they could have written that description in Japanese. It would have made as much sense to me. So I think we just, just pass on that game. But, you know, if, that, if that's for you, I think if that's for you, you're probably a PC player uh, more than a console player. So, you know, whatever. Enjoy. Uh, I have a feeling you want to do the next one unknown. Is that right? Do you, do you have a... Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon? Yes, I do. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon, everybody. And buddy is like B-U-D-D-Y. Exclamation mark. I should have accented that more, but emphasized it more. A new installment. Uh, the ever-popular series is here. I didn't know this was a popular series, Chocobo's Mystery Dungeon. Um, classic Final Fantasy Fables. Chocobo's Dungeon is back with enhanced gameplay system be enjoyed by both first timers and fans of the series space exclamation mark um explore the uh challenges of the never-ending dungeons insatiable hunger befriend monsters with the new buddy system you adhere to one simple rule every time you enter a new world around you change its shape but it only moves whenever chocobo moves that last sentence is an impressive structure of, of the english language isn't it <laughs> <laughs> i had i had trouble reading it yes, yeah. So, so why are you interested in this game, or you just wanted to read that one? I like, I like Final Fantasy. I like Chocobos. Yeah, there's no Chocobo Mystery Dungeon on the PS PlayStation, is there? I thought it was like a GBA game. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. No, I miss my Game Boy events. Switch game or something. Some Nintendo system. I don't think. I have a feeling we're really getting out of Nitro's comfort zone here. We're getting we're getting deep into the JRPG territory. This this is the far flung world. There's only a few outliers out this far. I think unknown. I think this is even getting beyond us. This sort of game potentially. <laughs> well, I mean, the only real JRPG I can, I can say I've played and it's more mainstream um, is is Pokemon. That's yeah. really it. Oh, one of the best. It was on the Wii. That's that's where that's where it was. See, I know it was a Nintendo system though. Well, you were right about that. <laughs> oh, it is on uh, DS, Nintendo. No, I think that's that's probably, probably talk about a new one. Mm. I don't think there was Nintendo Switch at the time this Wii version came out. Mm. Mm. I'm sure the new one's on the Switch, too. It seems like... I just am surprised. It just seems like a game that would only be on the Switch. Mm. Oh, that that's a good thing, I suppose, so... That will be out. Uh, I think that's out midweek. That one, and then uh, so I've heard multiple pronunciations pronunciations of this. So I'm going to go with Sekiro, unless anyone wants to correct me. Uh, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, so the FromSoft game. So this is a game I shouldn't come anywhere near. I have a feeling, but I probably can't help myself. <laughs> I'm going to try. Uh, so in Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, you are the one-armed wolf, a disgraced and disfigured warrior rescued from the brink of death. 
explore late 1500s uh, Sengoku, Japan, uh, as you come face-to-face with larger-than-life foes in dark and twisted world. Unleash an arsenal of deadly prosthetic tools. What? And ninja a bit, I know. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, just picturing, imagine. you know, like those prosthetic arms that are like the, not skin colored, <laughs> yes. yeah. but like, um, yeah, I'm just picturing you just like ripping it off your arm and just like whacking people with it. Yeah, I, I just had this, this image of Monster Hunter World flashed, flashed in front of me and it's like you're ripping off your leg and just smashing this massive thing over the head. But, you know, I mean, that's, that's exciting. That's exciting. I have yeah. the same. <laughs> As you are known, honestly, like I was just imagining prosthetics and someone just getting beat over the head with yeah. them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I love the tagline: "Take revenge, restore your honor, kill ingeniously." Wow! Yeah, prosthetic kills are are ingenious. Apparently, yeah. it should come with a warning that you know, unless you're actually a skilled player, you're not going to get past the first five minutes. You're not going to be killing anything; they'll be killing you. I have heard a lot of people looking forward to this. Yes, so. yeah. Yeah, I've I've I have another group of people who we usually just boost um like boost online games for PS3, you know, especially ones that are shutting down. Um but one of the guys in there, his name's Calandris, and he's really looking forward to this game. Like yeah, he, he loves his Dark Souls, his Bloodborne, his everything. So he's really looking forward to this one. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, shout out to you, mate. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen any footage, but the game does look amazing. There's there's no question about it. So it'll it'll be a It'll just be, I suppose, the difficulty level. And I mean, if you're coming from that that uh, Dark Souls, Bloodborne sort of, you know, line of games, it, you'll be you'll be right up your alley. Uh, I'm not sure how it'll it'll place if this is your first one in the that sort of series. But yeah, the game looks amazing. It's sort of, I mean, this is totally you know detracted from the topic, but I sort of wish with these games they put like a, and I know it totally detracts from the reason of the game, but to put like a story mode option where you can just sort of play it and it's like you know kitties first or something. And just so you can experience... You mean like where you can't die if you just stand in front of an enemy sort for five of, minutes? just so you can experience the world because it's going to be a very dark, you know, very gritty sort of world. And I understand these games are based totally on the on the, the frustration and, and, you know, fight, you know, fighting the boss for an hour and beating it and the, and the you know, sense of accomplishment apparently you feel from doing such uh, <laughs> or whatever. So, I, you know, I totally understand that's the point. And I'm not saying you should give me any trophies for playing on that mode, but just the chance to just sort of see... Because I, I know, like this game is not going to not going to be fun for me but you know it would be nice maybe i should just watch it this tutorial might be fun yeah. you don't know yeah 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 I'll, i'm definitely going to give it a go so we'll see i'm undecided whether i'm going to play it on the x or not uh for the graphics we will i'll, I'll figure it out next week maybe, maybe i'll be wrong maybe it'll, it'll be a fantastic loop that you know I get into as well but you know it's highly anticipated i think that's probably the pick of the week after your chocobo's mystery dungeon obviously <laughs> maybe Battlestar galactica my goodness uh i'm sure there's something there something there for everyone as well so shall we shall we move on we're running we're running at a decent time now that we're going to drop the news out uh shall we run on to the topic today all things stacking i'm down <laughs> are, you, are you ready for that unknown I, th- I think he he might have stacked himself out of it. <laughs> well, we'll we'll start. I'm sure he'll he'll jump in. So I just did. I didn't tell him I was going to do this, but I was just interested. So out of uh, interested and and then alarmed afterwards. Out of the 623 plats I've got, 316 are from stacked games. So I don't know. That that seems like a lot to me, <laughs> but but maybe that's that's normal for for once you get to this sort of level. 
I don't know. What do you think about that? Nigel? Well, I mean, I know a lot of, a lot, <clears throat> oh, sorry, excuse me. A lot of my plats are, are stacks as well. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't think like half of mine would be stacks. I, I don't think I stack that mm. much. But then again, I'm looking down my list and I'm, you know, I've got six punchlines, four drownings, you know, six pla- uh, hero trials. So maybe, maybe I do. Like, because it's, yeah, it's it, it, that is a, an alarming amount of uh, games that are being replayed. Yeah, yeah, I was I was quite shocked, but I mean, you, you tend to finish more games than I do as well, and I think I tend to finish yeah. the shorter games by and large that tend to be stack like stackable games. So I suppose that sort of explains it uh, to a degree. But it, it it is a large it is a large number. I mean, what's even more shocking is probably that that you can actually do that many, and I mean, you know, obviously you can do a lot more, but that there is that many. Uh, around to be done yeah well i mean like i've done nearly every version of chaos child that's available and that's 11 games there's 11 games that you can stack uh over ps i think it's ps3 ps4 and vita because the japan uh the japan version has a ps3 version available and that's got a separate list but yeah 11 11 platinums just for that Mm. one game and i've got about nine or ten so you know, it, like after you look look at it, you really do notice that mm. maybe maybe you do stack like or me personally anyway. Maybe I do stack a lot more games than I think. Yeah, so I just don't think you realize just how many how many stacks are out there. We're just talking unknown that I'd done. Uh, you might have just dropped out there for a second. That I'd done. I probably probably won't surprise you, but out of the six hundred and twenty three platinums, I have three hundred and sixteen come from stackable games. How do you check this? I just counted them up on my list. Oh, so, I thought there was yeah, like some obviously have there. You, you looked in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I was... Hard. I'm not going to do that. No, no, no. I wasn't going to do it for your list either. You have too many. But, I, I mean, yours yours would be higher than 300, but only because you have a lot more. I don't know. I don't know about that. Because I haven't played any of those, like, recent ones that have, like, six stacks. You probably... You might have more than me. CJ's done six... Probably six X of, like, ten games that have come out the last year plus then like four racks of another probably six or something yeah. well i wouldn't mind betting that a good i mean at least half of those possibly even 200 have been done in the last year are these shorter games that are coming out so yeah there is there is a lot but you know that that's a that's a, a different sort of topic i thought maybe we could talk about like why we stack games I don't know, Nitro, like, why Why do you, like, people say, you know, what are you doing? You're playing the same game again. Like, why? What's your answer? So there's two different answers I can give to this, um, and it mainly depends on the game. So if we're talking about, say, um, what's a game that stacks? Uh, I'm just scanning my list here real quick. Uh, let's just say Persona 4 Dancing all night. Oh, actually, Project Diva. Let's say Project Diva. That game stacks across Japanese... And then you've got your Vita and you've got your English PS3 release. Um, I play those games multiple times because I actually enjoy them. And you don't, I, I don't know, when you're high, this high level especially, you don't feel like you're moving forward or really achieving anything if you're just replaying the game and you're not really getting any reward for it. So for me, playing those games, I feel like I'm still moving forward while I'm enjoying myself with games that I actually like. But then when it comes to, you know, your Chaos Childs and your Steins Gates and Robotics Notes or whatever you're stacking, um, those games are purely just, you know, trophy trash to 
you know, boost me ahead and, you know, get me closer to the next spot. So those are my two different answers for two different types of games, I guess. So, yeah, depending on what the game is, you know, if we're talking Project Diva, uh, Persona 4 Dancing, uh, Burnout is one that got a EU and NA list. So, like, those games I play because I like them. But if it's a VN or something, you know, that's rubbish, then it's just to get me a, that little bit further uh, up the leaderboards. Yeah. Would you say it's the same reasons for you unknown or are there any? I kind of, I mean, I agree with that for the most part. Uh, I mean, I think I do like, I do like replaying games that I really enjoyed. I also like though, like, um, it's kind of, I don't want to say an in-between area, but maybe it's a little different. It's kind of like if I, if I've played a game before, example being, and I don't want to say this is like purely speed or whatever. Hmm. Example being like that blind, blind princess game. I played two stacks of it. The first time I was just like enjoying it and stuff. For the most part, story and stuff. The second time it was like, all right, let's see. I, I feel like I mastered this game. Let's or not mastered it, but I'm pretty good. So I'm going to play it again and then just try to do it efficiently and, and stuff like that. And then I don't know. Kind of like a speed. I know, but like it's not like I'm like timing myself or anything like that. It's kind of just more like yeah, no, just trying to get through it as fast as possible. To be... no, I, I probably won't get that same feeling at the sixth time I've played the thing. I mean, I get that feeling sometimes, but then yeah, too, if it's just like a game I really like, maybe not so much a story related game. I think those again to more the gameplay. I wonder if there's like, I sort of think, you know, for myself, I wonder if there's something in it, like knowing the path that you've already taken, you, you sort of like, I think it's what you say, you know, it gets easier or whatever, but, but that sort of comfort in knowing what's about to happen or, or, or where to position yourself or, you know, what to, to have, you know, in your inventory or whatever the, the game may be having that, that knowledge of having played it once or twice before it's sort of empowering. I think, I don't know if you, if you find that. Yeah. Like I, I agree. Um, I did hear an interview with Rough Dog um, that was posted about two years ago and he mentioned about the Walking Dead games and how he's played them multiple times because obviously across all the systems they stack, you've got your PS3, Vita, uh, Japanese PS3 and PS4. And he said, you know, going through the game and making different choices that you didn't necessarily make on your first playthrough uh, was really interesting to him. And... um, Mm. I kind of agree because I did the same thing because I thought, well, look, if I'm playing it again, I'm going to play it uh, because it's an excellent game, but I'm going to make different choices. You know, I, you know, maybe I'm an asshole to this person who I wasn't, who I was really nice to before, or maybe Mm -hmm. I, um, you know, you know, maybe I select, you know, to kill this character rather than save them or something like that. And just see how the story kind of differs um mm. so that that was interesting to go through for some games obviously that's not going to be the same for uh linear games but you know for, for I some know. Games- I, I still feel like those those telltale games were fairly linear i feel like the, no matter what choices you made mostly it was mostly the same story for the most part there were slight differences. you might have a different character but it's not like you went to a different country or something like that if you made different choices and everything was different yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that different, but like at the end of The Walking Dead, and this is a spoiler for anyone who hasn't played it, so skip ahead. You do when you go to find Clementine, you have a different band of characters who will come with you, 
and there's like six different options and obviously the dialogue will change depending on who comes with you and who doesn't. So I, th- I thought that was interesting because mm. I got three different uh, bands of characters coming with me across my four playthroughs. So Yeah, but at that point in the game, that's like you're, there's like barely any left, isn't there? Uh, you've, still got, you've still got a whole chapter left or still a uh, full episode. Maybe they have different dialogue options. I still feel like whenever I played those Telltale games, of course it also could be that I'm thinking of the fourth and fifth time I played them. Yeah, then there did just no fun yeah. at that point. It's a well, actually, I guess you're just kind of letting your system sit and run through it because you only really have to do like an hour of interaction in the 12-hour Telltale game. Well, I mean, that's what I'm doing for Minecraft Story Mode Season 1 because I'm replaying it on PS3, so. <laughs> so I have a question for you both. I think I think this is what a lot of people have, have problems with when you, you talk about stacking is, and I mean, it's, it's a legitimate question and a legitimate view, is that, you know, if you want to play the game again and experience it in a different way, why don't you just play the same game again rather than paying full price or paying whatever and buying another stack? So so why? Because you get trophies, CJ. Ah, yes. Well, look, I, I agree. Also, too, I... it's kind of like how I was saying before, like when I was playing Blind Princess again, like you're efficient. Like, so you're like more, well, I'm going to focus on, like in my mind, it's fun for me to think, well, I'm going to focus on this trophy while like earlier on because i know that was later so i'm gonna try to i see yeah i don't know get certain items at a certain point because then i don't have to go backwards Hmm. later on to clean this up or or whatever or this collectible pain to find so let me get it out of the way there's no there's no chapter select or whatever I mean, I, I totally, I'm of the same opinion. I mean, if, the, if there are, you know, two regions or whatever of the game, and, and I do, and, you know, I choose that I did want to play it again for, for the game or the story or whatever reason, I would definitely seek out the, the next stack rather than just play the same one um, for, for the same reason. So I think that's what it is. What, what I always find amazing is that the, the general, you know, I don't want to say hate. I think a lot of it's tied up in jealousy perhaps about, you know, life situations or whatever, but of people that do this and people that don't seem to take offense at times. And what amazes me is if you, if you, I understand maybe from the, the trophy perspective or whatever, they, they don't like it, but I mean, from the perspective of enjoying the game, I mean, if you're buying multiple regions of the game, you're just giving the developer more money and that just, you know, helps them in the future. Like if you go and buy all six stacks or something mm. like good luck to you, you know, you're, you're giving them, you know, more money, they can, they can continue to work. So I don't understand at all that the mentality, uh, and, and it quite often it does seem to degenerate yeah. into that. So, I mean, that, that's just my rant, but. I've never. I mean, it's fine if that's your mentality, though. I mean, there's a lot of people that play the same game over. I mean, if you own, like, say you own uh, a Switch or something, there's no, no achievement. No, and I, and I have no problem with that. I just, play the same game I just over find over. It, they really like the game. Yeah, yeah I have no, no problem with that. I just find it interesting that I mean, you'll never hear someone that stacks complaining about other people buying multiple region games. That's ridiculous. But you you do see in certain places people that choose not to do it will take a shot at the people that are. And, and, you know, for, for maybe that reason that you could play the, the version you already have or whatever. And I, I think it really has nothing to do with that. Like, if you're happy to, I mean, in a way, it's like a mark of, you know, I know not all the games we stack are, but it's a, a mark of respect to the developer that you're prepared to, you know, give them money again. So, you, you know, it you could see it that way. I don't know. I feel like you're taking a shot at the people that don't like stacking. I don't think so. I feel like you're, you're a little biased here. Oh, well, I mean, I'm definitely biased because I do it, but... I think most people take a problem with the fact that 
people auto pop trophies. So like with your sound shapes, for example, I don't think like, like sure there are people that take um, like that do take shots of people who do stack, you know, your heroes trials, you know, your rat games, your sometimes you games, they do take shots at those people. That is for certain, but there are like games like sound shapes. I feel like are less popular in the community um, with trophy hunters, especially because like they think it's cheap. And like you getting the whole hundred percent eighty nine trophies in thirty seconds, which stacks across six regions, and I think, like, I love Sound Shapes, great game, loved it, but I do think that some people think it is very cheap, and that you don't deserve those platinums, even though you could get them again. You're just choosing the easier uh, route of you know going about getting those. There's different types though of people that hunt their trophies, because I mean, there's people yeah. like. Like us three that just want the like the number. We don't care about how pathetic our venom is. And then there's other people that'll have like. <laughs> well, speak for yourself, unknown. You've obviously lost all enjoyment from gaming, and this is this is a purely numbers game. You know, after this, you'll be on the stock market probably. But you know, I mean, I, I, I don't think that's. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's complicated, perhaps. Hey, I mean, trophy apocalypse. I'm I'm still saying trophy apocalypse. Get our get our trophies to. Be. I think I think there's a lot of people that it's just more like, well, I only got like 25 plats, but all I play are yeah. like Dark Souls and whatever, <laughs> yeah. whatever else. Yeah. So I'm proud of them, you know. Like, and then over here we are playing Nubla Two and all that kind of garbage. Is Nubla Two <laughs> bad? I thought Nubla Two. I mean, I thought Nubla was, was an alright game. Did I don't know. I I. I bought it. Um, I have it downloaded and everything like that. I just haven't had the chance to uh, play it yet because I bought it um, on one of my study breaks, so I haven't haven't had a chance to play it yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think I mean one another interesting point then is so when we talk about stacking games, we're usually talking about shorter games. Uh, you know, and I think think that opens the can of worms that we were sort of heading down. But you can stack longer games as well. Thanks for three. Have to. We're still yeah, five. Exactly. So I was going to ask you both, like Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, of course. Uh, it, is there a is there a longer game Nitro that you stacked? You know, you know that is sort of uh, you wouldn't classify as a short, you know, spam sort of plat like a. Well, I don't. I don't think Project Diva is what you'd consider a spam plat. That's about twenty no. to thirty hours, and yeah. um, I'm going to be doing it a third time. Uh, very shortly, but um, a game that I am I haven't worked on for about a year now is Saints Row the Third. I have the uh, like I have the rest of the world version, one hundred percented, and I've got the German version ready to go. Um, I've, I think I've got about a pathetic five percent on it or something like that. But I am planning on doing that soonish. But um, yeah, that that's two of the games which I have played. Um, I'm sure there's more, um, but. Take me a while. How about you, Unknown? Have you have you stacked any longer games? I mean, I've stacked a bunch of like Senrians and stuff like that, but I kind of enjoy them. So it's not no, like no, no, I'm not saying that. that is a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I yeah, I like I like playing. You've done the times. Burnout Paradise as well. Oh, Burnout Paradise, that's another yeah, one. I played that. Yeah, I played. You, uh... Yeah, both done that. Yeah. I did Drawn to Death twice as well. So. Hmm. Yeah, there, there are I'm some sure games. I've played, I played a lot. I've played that Saints Row Four like yeah, four I... times. That it was not last time though. Sorry, can, can, can I just jump in? Um, 
<laughs> I, I I've played Saints Row Four once or twice, and I found it really difficult. Is it really that difficult, or is it kind of easy? Because I played one of the Saints Row Four. Yeah, I played one of the What's side the missions, world? and I found it quite difficult. So I was just wondering. Oh, there's some like um, the ones where you have to like break the objects and stuff. I think so. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because you're like you're like running through things. Yes, yes, that's don't, the one. Yep. Don't run through things. Just like equip like stomp or something, and do it that way. Okay. I might I might give it a go then. That was. Yeah, that was that was the issue I had when I was because that was exactly a mission that um, I was having trouble with. Like, there's a couple ones where you can do it like kind of an alternative way yep it's not like really cheating like with the the telekinesis one where you throw the orbs don't throw the orbs just like mash throw and then um really quick bring it back so you can just like run up to things and just like basically mash mash it with the orb yeah but you don't lose the orb to go get another one like you just go up to a car and just do that blow up the car run to the next thing yeah stuff like that because i played it there's like uh yeah, my sister was trying to get the hundred percent on that, and I was playing it um, with her, and we we're taking turns at you know trying to do a specific bit. And um, yeah, I thought, yeah, no, I'm not going to play this. But anyway, maybe maybe I'll give it a shot. Yeah, so I think you know, I mean, it's important as as you know, we're sort of saying that you, you're not just stacking short games; you you can be stacking you know longer games as well. And I think, I mean, if you're doing the longer ones, it's got to be for enjoyment. I mean, you you wouldn't play a 20, 30 plus hour game again, just for the trophies when you could, you know, mm. if that was the only reason. So yeah, I think, you know, there's many, many things to it. So maybe now, you know, I think what's stopped some people from doing it is, is knowing how to sort of import stuff and, and that. So I don't know, did you want to talk at all to that Nitro at all? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there are two ways you can pretty much play regional stacked games. Um, I recommend going to, uh, to PSMP first and finding out what are the region stacks because they've all got little tags on, on the end, which is really helpful. Um, so shout out to Blind Mango for doing that for us. makes it really easy to find out what the stacks are for games. Um, but yeah, it usually has either EU, uh, NA, JP, KR, HK, and I think they're the main ones that are, are put out. And they're the regions of them. So you've got Europe, North America, Korean, Japanese, Hong Kong, Asian, which is AS. And um, pretty much you can make all these different accounts and buy PSN cards online. And then you can obviously buy the game on that store, download it, play it on your own account, and still earn all the trophies for these stacked games. So you can do it like that, or you can import the physical games because I know a lot of people like the... Um, like the physical copies of games. And if you're not doing the Vita trick, you will need to import physical Vita games as well. So uh, a lot of games are, a lot of those stacks are only digital. Though. Yeah. A lot of the shorter, like a lot of the big name games, like the full price things are usually a physical copy. Yeah, but like for your Chaos Childs and your, you know, Shinohayuragami games, like those VNs, they're all physical. Expensive, but physical. Yeah. So. Can I ask? So, if you're importing physical uh, physical copies, so obviously we're talking Australia here, but yep. you know, similar around the world, is there much is- issue with customs with any of these games? Does it delay it, or does it? You know, have you had any experience with that? Or um, so I usually import from Japan and Korea. Um, they're the two places I import from most, and I haven't had any issues with them. I don't have to pay extra when I pick it up at the post office or anything like that. Um. 
yeah, I've I've had no issues with importing anything really. Yeah, I've had no issues there. And as you say, like importing physical games, it, it can be quite expensive. Uh, I mean, the game and the, yes. the postage yes. and things. But then these physical games, they tend to hold their value as well, don't they? Yeah. So um, uh, I was looking at Solaris Japan because they they give me, um, or they don't give me, I purchased a lot of Japanese VNs. And um, yeah, I was even looking at some PS3 games, which are climbing above $100. $100 Australian this is, so probably about $60 US. And, um, yeah, so, like, a lot of their PS3 and Vita games do hold their value quite well. Um, and, you know, this is this is pre-owned we're talking. Like, the new copies can, can range up to $200 sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's uh, very weird because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you'll get, uh, I don't know, some English release or something, and six months later, the $60 game is, like, 30 bucks or 20 bucks the next year or something. But like VNs and stuff, it's it like, seems to go opposite in Japan. VNs, it's like this almost never go down. Now, some of the some of the Japanese games like if you got like I don't know. I don't know if this is a good example, but I was thinking cuz I'm just thinking this example cuz I almost bought it and I was like, "Oh, if I wait it's going to be down." But like games that are actual games like not to say that VNs are not actual games, but like uh, Adventure Time Japanese probably gonna drop down from their forty or forty dollar price tag to eventually like twenty or something. But like visual novels, yeah, stuff, it's just visual novels seem to hold their value quite well. Um, and I'm not sure what it is, but when the there was a game called Air that like the AI uh, Air, um, that released for fifty Australian dollars. And this is during the time where I wasn't employed or anything like that. So I didn't really have an income of money. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll get it when I have some money behind me. And I went to check it last night because I was just interested in how the price is going. It's jumped up $30 in about a year. So it used to be 50 brand new and now it's about 89 pre-owned. So actually, I'll, I'll just check real quick because I'm interested in how the price is. Oh, then I was also gonna say, if you're gonna use like for like new games, if you're gonna use eBay or something, don't use eBay for like a brand new game because it's just stupid like markup or whatever. You're still buying through eBay from like yeah. from on eBay from Japan anyway. Just go to a website that sells it. This yeah. is gonna be like a fifty dollar game on their website, probably include shipping. As opposed to a $70 game on eBay. Might be free shipping, but hey, I mean. I do find with Solaris as well, uh, the more you buy, the more you get rewarded because you do get discount codes from Solaris. If you, like every couple of purchases you make, uh, you do get some uh, some discount codes. So that is another you know way to save money. You know, if, if you're only buying like single VNs or single like regional games from Solaris, for example, yeah, they, they do reward you does solaris sell korean games as well or, or just japanese no just japanese okay so so the the korean you know, the korean korean market sort of fabled by many sort of trophy horse hunters so how does that work physically like do you do you use a, a shop there or or how do you source them the, the physical uh, imports from there? so um ebay is your best bet for korean mm-hmm. um not so much japanese but korean ebay is your best bet uh, otherwise, you can go to G Market, which I find is a is a good good source for Korean games as well. 
because it's like the biggest Korean marketplace um, over there. Mm-hmm. So G Market or eBay is your best bet. Otherwise, you could create a Korean account, um, but I know they are also fabled by trophy hunters and whores yes. um, because they are a pain in the ass to set up because you do need a yeah. or the Korean equivalent of a social security number to to do those. Well, it's the same with Chinese accounts, right? Like mainland China? Uh, no, you can create Chinese accounts. It's just um, it? it's just getting them funded, oh. yeah, because yeah, you can... Link to a credit card, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in China. So I think the, the thing with buying these, I mean, digitally or whatever, you know, is the more... The more um, you know, extreme a store you're using, like the, the Japanese or then the Korean or the Chinese uh, further along, the more you're going to have to pay for the game in, in just, tr- you know, in just changing and getting mm-hmm. codes and yep. stuff like this. The markup is, is very high. Is that fair to say? That's e- extremely fair to say. Um, I recently bought the three PS3 um, Steins Gates for, uh, on the Korean store and I was charged 183 Australian dollars for it. Yeah, so it does. It's not a, a cheap perspective i mean if, if you're sort of oh, you know no. like obviously we're talking more vns now but that you you can stack a lot of these rack rack games something you know new games or whatever else uh, you know they're, they're a lot cheaper obviously i find the the hong kong store isn't isn't really bad uh with its markup because you can find a lot of people who are selling the codes for the hong kong store um at quite low prices like i think the like the 80 hong kong dollars is like 14 15 australian and that will usually cover one one of those uh, rat games. So the Hong Kong store isn't bad uh, if you want to buy those games. It's also good for VNs as well because their VNs are quite cheap, and they've got they've got the same trophy list as the Japanese version of the of the VN. So that's also another way you can get slightly cheaper VNs. Yeah, I think I think if this is something you're looking into, I would almost recommend using the, especially if English is, is your your primary language, is using the Hong Kong store. The the store is in English to start with, so you don't need to negotiate yep. Japanese. Uh, and then it, also, I don't know if you've noticed, but in the last six months, not not only are they stocking Japanese games, but some of the Korean uh, VNs are coming across, uh, and some of the Chinese games. So so you know, predominantly it's it's Japanese. Uh, they also seem to stock a lot of these Asian stacks that are also physical release. Not, not all of them, but some of these games that are are being pushed out there as physical only. You yeah, know, you have to check that. Of course. Yeah, I I got the Coma Recut um, version, which is yeah. and the Asian version was originally it was a Play Asia exclusive, and mm. um, because the English release of the game was only a hundred percent list, but that Asian release now, which is digital um, as well as physical, if you can find a copy, uh, does have a platinum. So. Yeah. And I know we're sort of we're getting bogged down in this, but I mean it, it is interesting hmm. if you're if you're following this path. The other advantage of the Hong Kong store is it'll actually in English specify what language the game is in. So you know if, if there are two versions of the game, usually a single list game, it will sort of specify if one is in English, which is always the alternative. The the other other good store I would recommend is the Singapore store. It's not the best for, for buying the cards. The markup there is quite high, but they often stock English versions of Asian games uh, if the Hong Kong store doesn't. So it's worth, I mean, if you're going to drop that sort of money um, and you can play it in English if, if you don't speak Japanese or, or Korean uh, or have some understanding, it's probably not a bad a bad way to go. 
uh, yeah, along the thing. But I mean, I don't know. I, I sometimes think that finding and acquiring these games is actually more fun than even playing them. The price isn't. I, I don't can know. assure you. You like spending isn't. money. No. <laughs> well, no, no, it's not. No, no, like tracking them down and, you know, like, because uh, when a lot of these games come out, like you mentioned, uh, PSN profiles, uh, that they list the, the region of the game. But when a lot of these games come out, sometimes the list comes up, the region's not there. It, it takes, you know, a little while for someone to play it and say, yes, this is what region it's from. So, you know, there, there's that element to it. As well that you sort of have to you know look i don't know maybe maybe i'm getting so far away <laughs> from wanting to actually trophy hunt now that i i find more enjoyment in sourcing the games i don't know but it, it's it's something to consider i can usually source them sourcing them usually isn't a problem it's the mm. price that i'm willing to pay for them because yeah. um being being a uni student it's it's hard to like obviously I, I spend a lot of money on games um but i have a decently paying job um that I do do um, on the weekends and stuff like that, but it's it's usually the price that's the deciding factor. It's not necessarily sourcing them; it's the price. Like I recently bought the Korean versions of Root Letter, and that cost me one hundred and fifty bucks to just buy it. Then you got to add shipping onto that, so. Well, I think that starts to move over, though, from from just sheer playing for trophies to also collecting. I mean, you you, you want to collect that game, don't you? Yeah. So therefore, you're happy to pay that sort of. of I money. wasn't happy. I can assure uh, you. <laughs> no, well, you're not happy, but I mean, you're buying it. You're not just buying it for the the thirty trophies. Yeah. The Sorry. physical stuff, though. I mean, most of it you can just resell. Yeah. Isn't yeah. Super easy, but like, you should be able to get most of your money back. I would. Yeah, I I have I have mates as well who who do like to play them as well. Mm. And um, they usually, you know, that they say since I've spent such, you know, a lot of money on it, um, they will give me like a, like $10 or something like that. So like. That's the advantage of physical over digital. Definitely. Yeah. You can share, you know, yeah. Band to a friend. Exactly. Yeah. Without risk of yeah, being banned. So- <laughs> yeah, 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 that's that's right. But so I mean, it's it's not a you know again we've slipped into the VNs because yeah. I mean that's what the three of us are familiar with. It, so it's not a cheap path. But if you did go, you know, the, these shorter games, it's it's not an expensive path either. No. I think. So a lot of people assume that you know you're earning all these plats and it's costing a fortune. But with all the short games coming out, as you said, you know, eighty Hong Kong for fifteen dollars, and some of these games sell for some of these one dollar. Well, yeah, they're selling for you know for Hong Kong, yes. so you get you know. A game for eight dollars a plat, so it, it's not really much more expensive than the, the other stores anyway. If if you so. are a trophy hunter coming up, like, and you want to do get, like, obviously number one is probably unattainable for you right now because if you're just starting out, it's it's ridiculously high. But mm. if if you are wanting to, you know, get your profile like higher, or you want to race to hundred platinums or some, or something like that, um, I, I would look out for sales. Look out for mm. sales. Um, check out psprices.com as well because they have that they have the whole store indexed and they have all the different regions. You can mm. see what price it's been in the past, if you're getting the best deal and so forth. So that's that's some you know uh, materials that you have at your disposal, which I use yeah. quite regularly. 
Yeah, I'd agree with that. And by you know, if if you're sitting on the fence about it and you're thinking, just just have a go. Mm. You know, it, it's not it's not difficult to do once you get into it. And if you're not sure, just reach out to somebody. You know, preferably not someone that never posts anything anywhere that wants to be left alone. But <laughs> but you know, there are people that are more than happy to provide that information. And, and just to further what Nitra said, like if you are starting out, there are so many other games you can do before you you look at this. You know, that this this can be something you you never need to touch. Of course, this is probably something more that either you're a collector or, or you're trying to you know push to that that sort of higher end where the, you know everybody's doing it or whatever yeah. so i mean you know that's just our look on stacking i think it just it presents the other side of it slightly you know i'm you know you might be listening and go well this is just insane these people are just throwing away money doing the same game which you know sure that's fine there's some merit to that but it sort of gives you an insight you know into why we do it i think you know obviously the trophies are a large part but you know as we said like the longer games it's also about enjoyment so so you can sort of you get an insight into what what we're doing and i think that probably links perfectly into our spam of the week oh sorry unknown i was gonna, i was gonna, i had a question for you guys so you guys prefer more stacks or less stacks of a game like i'm, I'm talking about i like stacks that don't go unobtainable <laughs> because i was going to do the north american version of just dance 2015 which is about 200 hours <laughs> and uh, so yeah, i was <laughs> yeah so I, I was gonna do the north american stack but yeah, it went on a table. So I, I, I like stacks. I like the way they are, like not too many, but they're not. They're, they're, there's not you know none that are coming out. There's still stacks of games that are showing their showing their face. Perhaps, perhaps a better question unknown is, and this we could finish this segment on this question. We each of us could quickly answer: How many is the correct number of stacks for a game? How many unknown? Well, I'm like, okay, so if you see a list on, on profiles come up for, I don't know, well, well it's, I mean, because we talked, there's two categories of stacks yeah. before. Mm-hmm. Say, like, if there's a 15-minute a plat that comes up and you get a stack of it, are you excited? Or are you like, oh, I know there's a stack that I got to do. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I think, think I'm, I'm ambivalent at this point. I mean, it's happening so much. I think, oh, another stack. What a surprise! Is this more like that? Yeah, I think I think I think it used to be for me. I was like, oh man, there's another stack. Like I'm happy now. I think it's just more like got another one. You know, I I, I sort of think. I mean, because I I, I'm I'm starting to lean more on that side of the that side of the fence. Like, really? I mean. I think it's more of an issue. I mean, you know, you're you're already towards the top. You're you're happy, and I'm I'm sort of. I just I don't even know what I'm doing half the time. Um, anyway, so you know it, it's not a big thing for me, but I think for someone like Nitro who's who's trying to climb even higher up the boards, I mean he really has no choice because any of those players up there are doing every region possible. Yeah. So yeah, but if yeah. you're if you're focused on other people on the leaderboard that are also doing it, that just means you got to do it. That's too. exactly my point. It's a wild you, goose you chase at the end of the day. It's a wild goose chase. You are. But I like wild yeah. geese, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, look, I, I think personally, I think six stacks is enough between, say, PS4 and Vita 3. I think it's too much. Yeah, I don't know. I think six is fine. I think six. I think any more than that yeah, gets. Any more than four. six, and you're, and you're looking at the insane uh, insane number of stacks. But um, going to how I feel about stacks, like, part of me likes the fact that, oh, yeah, I can, you know. I can do 10% of a level in 15 minutes, or this is a PSN level I'm talking about. I can do 10% of a PSN level in 15 minutes. But then the other part of me just goes, I just want to play Call of Duty and, and Apex. 
<laughs> so yeah, like yeah. like well i wonder they, they sort of provide the balance though so yeah you, you may feel i don't know like i mean this is a totally different topic which i don't want to get into but i know some players feel they almost need to meet a quota per day or per week to feel accomplished so they um you know by playing these games 15 minutes they get their plat and then the rest of the week or whatever they can play something else you know i, I don't know if that factors into your well yeah your thinking well, I, I, I am going for a plat a day uh, this year, mm. I decided to do that uh, because I'm I'm crazy, but <laughs> um, I, I did decide to do that. So you know, it does help that those games are are there at my disposal for you know seven bucks, eight bucks, whatever they are. Um, but you know, yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, it's such different lives we lead. Like, there's a few things I try and do once a day, but but getting a platter sort of, you know. I've let that go, I think. Yeah. But uh, but moving on. Um, so shall we move unknown to the spam of the week? I know this is your, uh, your favourite part. Of the week. Oh, my uh, you, favorite you did very part. well because I know that topic, you know, great, you grate your teeth on it. So anyway, you'll get your chance in a few weeks. I'm sure. <laughs> so spam of the week. What are we looking at this week? Alia's Carnival is like a 30-minute VN. That's got a PS4 stack. We're getting a lot of these PS4 stacks of games that were Vita VNs like Five years ago. Yeah, I recently did that Elise Carnival on Theater actually. So uh, very familiar with that game. Nice and short. Yeah, nice and short. You can do it in like ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Perfect. Uh yeah. so, oh, I was even shorter than I remember. Yeah, your your type again, um, CJ. <laughs> Perfect. How are we thinking <laughs> about this windstorm, uh, Ari's arrival? Are you excited? I'm I'm sure you've done the, the first windstorm. windstorm. Did you do this that, one? That, that was that oh, yeah, game. game. I don't know. That game I was like lost in collectibles mm. though. That happened to any of you guys? Like I had like three collectibles left and I was like, what the heck? What did I miss on this map? And I was like going around just randomly because I couldn't find it on the... I don't know if the map I was using was wrong. I was using some collectible guide for it. Or like a map with dots on it, I guess. I never actually played it. Like there were a lot of dots, so maybe I marked off a dot like wrong or something. But I just remember spending like an hour and I was like, oh geez, I'm going to have to like start over or something. I like going through all the dots like three times and I don't know what I missed. It was like ridiculous. It's a good tip to anyone who's studying game design with, you know, hoping to, to one day make games. If you're going to put 300 plus collectibles in your game, <laughs> put some form of tracking in because nobody enjoys yes. wandering around randomly, you know, with a with a photocopied map in their hand trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, that, that's not anyone. Infamous learned. Mm. Infamous learned though. That first infamous was exactly like that. Mm. Two and the other ones, mm. collectibles. Man. Looking down the list for this one, though, it doesn't seem to specify collectibles stuff, so this this might be a little bit more friendly. The last one was a German release, wasn't it? It was originally German, yes. Yeah, because yeah, I, I never actually played this, so I've I've only heard horror stories of people looking for one collectible and not finding it for three hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then we've got this awesome P. Have you have you played this yet? Uh, no. More stack. I have not played it yet, but we got more stacks of it. But this is not a game, a two D uh, platformer. It looks yeah. a lot like Jack and Jill, except this one's got a green tinge over it rather than black and white. Yeah. Well, don't as I said. Like... I feel like the, I feel like the black and white is going to be better than the green on my eyes. Of course, I'm only going to be staring at the screen for probably like twenty minutes it's, anyway. It's a little so <laughs> Thirty-seven minutes is the fastest time on. Uh, on one of the stacks, so yeah. it's a more involved than Jack and Jill. Yeah, you actually have to do, yeah, do a bit. More. You actually have to beat the game, do more yeah. than level like two. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a game that they they it re- 
require some skill too. So that sort of ruled me out of that after the first level. But you know, you have to complete oh, all twenty-nine levels as opposed to a round. Skilled spam. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They should come with a warning. Those sort of games, I think. But anyway, <laughs> don't, don't buy me. I require some talent. You know. But uh, you know, I don't know. It's all tied up in that feeling of accomplishment, I'm sure. Then it's anyway, a sometimes you game though, so I'm I'm not too worried. No, that's that's true. Well, we have a new one of their games. It's the list is not there. This um blood we talked about it last week. The blood wave. Uh, so. I don't know what that's going to be. There's already a trophy guide out for that game. Yes, but the trophies don't seem to be up. So I don't know. That that could be easy, you know, potentially, probably easy. What's the trophy guide say about it? Difficulty wise. Um it's it's a video it's a video guide which I haven't uh, watched. I think I think it's by Bad Driver. How long is it? Um That's what I'm just finding out now. Um, question, question is, do we actually need this video guide? Or can we just play the game and get all the trophies and like look up one thing? Probably. I'm, th- I'm thinking that is what we all we have to do. Okay, so um, according to Bad Driver's video, um, it's a 4 out of 10, and it takes between 4 and 7 hours. No, that's not bad. I'm okay with that. Yeah. price tag and it stacks twice between North America and Europe. You can take take your newfound interest and knowledge on the the overseas stores and hunt that one one down if it interests you. There's still that Will a Wonderful World. I still have hopes for that game. That's a a visual novel. Yes, yeah. Yeah. It's sort of a bit more involved than a normal visual novel, I think. I'm not a little different, perhaps. I'm not sure. Probably more like a root letter. Thing. I think so. Probably not as was, as many choices as that, but yeah, I was I was going to do a guide, <clears throat> excuse me, because there was a Steam guide out, um, but at the time that I looked at doing it, only the Japanese version was available. So it's and the guide is in <clears throat> in English. So I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll get a guide now that the English stacks out. Who knows? Yeah, let's let's you know wait wait and see. Someone someone wants a point. Surely they'll they'll jump on that. Uh, so then, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, we, we mentioned this cave digger riches the other week. Unknown. Uh, it had the fantastic pirate hook uh, trophy for blowing up your hand. I don't know if you remember. Yeah, I remember. Uh, so yeah, I, it's hard to say because like no one has played it. So someone's you know, played it. They're, they're a whopping twenty four percent. It's hard to say how much they played. You know, that might be a developer so. testing some some things as well. It could, it could be. So you know that that's asking to be played by. Oh, and they, well, hang on. They played for twenty minutes. And they got twenty four percent. So I'm look. I'm that's five trophies. I'm all over that. I'll pick that up this afternoon. So I'm sorted. I'll just write that down. That's going to be more than I normally get. Twenty four. There's actually a lot of lists that don't have a plat. There's like one, two, yeah. four. That's yeah. That's rare in these days. Hmm. It it almost looks like they're trying to make you finish this Kingdom Hearts. They're just you know they're just keeping this stuff away for the moment. Make me finish work. Mm, yeah, maybe they'll flood us in the next couple of weeks or something. But I, hope you know, not. I mean, there's enough. There's enough longer stuff coming out. As Do well. you guys find that with all the new stacks that are coming out, um, that the average trophy number has gone down? Because it used to be like 51 on AAA games and like you know maybe 20 or 30 on PSN titles. But I find that since all these stacks have started coming out, even AAA titles have started to have less trophies. Have you guys noticed that? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's the the number of stacks that came out. Well, I think no, the but like small... it's around around that time period. Yeah, I think um, I think for the bigger games, I don't think it had much correlation. But these small ones, 
are like, well, if we're going to have you earn all the trophies in 15 minutes or whatever, it's not like we can put 50 trophies in this list. We can't think of 50, thing, 50 things for you to do in that amount of time. Other than, like, one enemy, kill five enemies, kill 15 enemies, stuff like that. It's more like, I don't know. Well, I must admit, like, that never, I never worried me how many trophies there were because it all adds up to roughly the same number anyway. But because of, of the, 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 the current, you know, distraction of the, the great spam hunt teams event, I've started to take notice of how many actual trophies are in the game. So I'm now picking my short games by how many trophies. So I must say, I do feel a little disappointed when I, like with the I and, and me, when I put in the four hours to only receive 13 trophies. I didn't think that was very fair. Uh, so. Well, I mean, like even Conan Outcasts or Conan Exiles is meant to be like a triple A game or at least a double A game. Um, I'm not sure how big the development studio is for it, but um, that only had 26 trophies, mm. including the platinum. So, like, that's not that many. It like I thought at least 40 would have been, you know, a number that they could have reached. It's a lot better than 11 gold, one silver, one plat. I see <laughs> yeah. that. Like that's like that yeah. Uh, well, I mean, no, I don't um, know. sorry, go on. No, 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 please. Oh, I was just going to say, um, the opposite thing has happened with the Palgi games. They they give thirty one silvers, one gold, and one plat. So, yeah, it's a similar type of thing. It just seems totally random, you know. Like they they almost don't care. <laughs> I mean, isn't this not a trade? Hmm. You know, possibly that's what that's what's happening. But looking at or, or they're lazy and they they just want to make simple trophy lists. Yeah, it's possible. That's true. You too. know, I think I don't know. Just looking down the list this week, I'm just disappointed. This is another week of of low quality spam or low grade. What do you? Spam. There's like we talked about like five things. That's not enough. You know, what are you talking I, about. I'm looking forward to later in, in the year where it really it's that's like one a day it really kicks off. That's well, yeah. If 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 you. If you space it out, but I mean, you know, with Leah's Carnival, Awesome P, you can probably do those three plats in like, you know, in a day, not even mm. in an afternoon. Mm. Well, you know, I mean, it's getting harder and harder to earn 30 plats in a day, you know, with these games. They, they really need to up it a little bit, I think, you know. I mean, that rack game, just pronouncing the name, that should be up there by next week. It could be six packs. <laughs> I probably can't plat that, but, you know, some people will be able to, so... But yeah, I don't know. There, there seems to be plenty to be plenty there. You know, if you're looking for something to to play. So I mean, we've run. You know, I know. Look at this. We've run fantastically long again. This is you know, it's impossible. What can we do? I got I got to work tomorrow. I know. I know. Already one a.m. Oh my goodness! I apologize. We we probably should wrap it up. But I, I'd like to uh, I'd like to thank Nitro for coming on as our first guest. Hopefully, you know, you know, it wasn't too too painful for you, uh, and you enjoyed it. No, it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, guys. Not a problem. And would you like to sort of, you know, cross-promo yourself? Where can we find you? What are you doing? What's happening? Yeah, I'm really just on Twitter. Um, I just post my trophy updates there. Um, that's where I really am most of the time. Um, I post some guides here and there. So, you know, across PSNP um, and a lot of other, you know, PST, a lot of those other uh, websites I post uh, trophy guides on. And um yeah, pretty much Twitter is the only place I am at the moment, but that might change. Who knows? Yeah. Perfect. Well, well, we'll look out for you. And Unknown, where can we find you? Same place as always, Twitter. 
and Twitch, Mr. Unknown 65 for both. Perfect. So, and if you're looking for me, as usual, the easiest way is to do it via our email at pushtoplat at gmail.com or via one of our podcast streaming services. We're now available on Apple Podcast. Apparently, it's not called iTunes anymore. So, Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, and SoundCloud. I'd like to thank you again for sticking with us uh, for so long. Once again, thank you uh, to Nitro for joining us today and, of course, to my co host, Mr. Unknown, for tolerating me uh, and for again. Again, listening to another week about spamming short games. I promise that soon you will have your revenge on me uh, as we come along. But thanks, guys. Uh, and yeah, I think we can wrap it up there. Thank you. Catch up. All right. See you, everybody.